Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by T-Mobile at T-Mobile for Business. Unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan. So you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal Awards T-Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, preview time. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. I can't believe it's here. I mean, this is... Uh, Let's go! We got past, uh, you know, secret scrimmage season. We got into exhibition mm-hmm. season, and now we are in preseason Pre- Titus and Tate. Preview season. Uh, yeah. We are doing our top 50, what are we calling it? Storylines? Story things lines. we're keeping an eye on? <laughs> I, things, think thing, I think we can't say things. There's too yeah, many people saying that. things uh, out there. Situations we are monitoring, um, however you want to phrase it. These are mm. our top 50... Uh, you can't say things. Uh, top 50 uh, story lines. Items. Items. <laughs> top 50 items heading into the season. So today we are going to do number 50. God, this confuses me every year. I got to yeah. say that. I'm going to tell on myself here. You always um, want to go to 25. I'm an idiot yeah. when it comes to so, like how we break these up. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't know why counting backwards from 50 breaks my brain. Usually we do the top 100, uh, top 100, but this year uh, we, we consolidated. We had to, we had to truncate it. So, but the good um, news but, is if we forgot you, like Tennessee, like we did a, a few yeah. years ago. You were part of the top 100. There you go. Tennessee, yeah. first team mentioned in the preview. So we yes. definitely didn't forget about you. In fact, mm. you're the first one we're thinking of. There you go, Hearts Tennessee and fans. Uh, we, but I, it breaks my brain every year trying to count down <laughs> from 50. So today we are doing, uh, what is it, Tate? 50 to 26? 50 is that to 26. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then 25 to 1. Okay. All That's right. what they're saying. All right. Just try to make sense. Uh, try to get on the same page here. That's it. That's what we're doing today. We're, mm. we're, uh, we're, we're doing that. We're previewing the season. The season tips off Tuesday. Get excited. We have yes. entered the final countdown. Yes. All of that coming up, but first. Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. The timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, before we get going, uh, quick plug, because uh, why not? Because we have interview yeah. season. It is time to, to to get after it. First of all, I want to say this, Tate. Uh, I am officially done with the college football tour. Me and Jim. Done. We're done. Donezo. Yes. It's over. College football as I, I know it. I enjoyed the story times, but I'm glad to have you back. College football as I know it. Done. Get it out of my face until uh, yeah. until the Buckeyes crack the top four of the college football playoffs. That's what I said as well. I don't. I don't. I don't need to know about college football. I don't care about it. Yeah. Until it's, until they extend the playoff to yeah. twelve teams and Carolina is in consideration, I don't yes. care. Don't care. I'm, I'm uh, out. So with that, um, we are we are back in the studio twice a week. Uh, mm. We we are we are we are no longer doing remote shows, Tate. Um, and and with that, I would like to to plug that we are putting all of our shows on YouTube as we have throughout the off season Forever. Uh, for most of the shows. But yeah. we, but we are doing all the shows throughout the season on YouTube. So if you're someone who listens on the podcast and you want to see 
uh, what would us two idiots look like? Three idiots now. Jim, yeah. welcome to the show, look by the Jim. way. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what us three idiots look like? Yeah. Uh, you can watch us all, all uh, on YouTube. We're going to be doing live shows throughout the year. Is that yeah. correct, Tate? Am I yeah. understanding that correctly? I think the plan is the second show of the week, once we get into January, conference tournament okay. season, we go live on Thursdays. Don't games put a, are done. Don't put an actual plan. To no, it. don't mean, like don't like yeah. lock in a plan because that, that's, that's that's what the tentative plan is. Okay, all right. We we might get to that day and say we're not ready. We yet. have a horrible track record of making promises <laughs> and saying like this is exactly what we're going to but do. But that's what podcasters then, do. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, they they the dare the uh, carrot has to dangle a little bit. But we are on YouTube, so if you're into that, if you're someone who wants to throw it on your television and have it on mm. in the background versus listening to it in your car, Thanks, whatever, Mom. however you want to consume your content, mm-hmm. uh, you can see our stupid faces if you'd like on YouTube. So go subscribe <laughs> there. Go check us out, Fox Sports app, all that kind of stuff. All right, there's the plug. Now let's get into it. Yes. These are the top 50 things that we are keeping our eyes on. The top 50 storylines heading into the college basketball season. I will let you lead us off, Tate, because this is something that is near and dear to your heart. What are we starting with at number 50? <sighs> Drum roll, please. Number 50. It's a question that everyone's thinking, that they have been thinking since this moment happened. Who will win the breakup? Porter Moser or Sister Jean? This is very much, you know, a Jennifer Aniston, Vince Vaughn, the breakup situation. I see the, you know, we got to make that, Jim. We got to make that graphic of the breakup. Porter Moser on Go one side, it. Sister Jean on the other side. Who is the magic? Who has the yes. magic? That is the question that we are asking. Is it Porter? Is it Sister Jean? Yes. And so far, Sister Jean's want to know. They beat Wisconsin. Loyola does in a That's secret true. scrimmage. In the scrimmage. So right now, Sister Jean is Loyola is going to be good. By the way, I think uh, mm-hmm. lock lock me in for uh, for Loyola winning this because Loyola okay. uh, Cameron Crutwig obviously is no longer with Loyola. No, um, who he's is, somewhere overseas. As a reminder, Crutwig uh, he signed with a Belgian team a yes. month before the NBA draft. <laughs> He could have come back. Everybody could come back because it's COVID year and you get yeah. a free year to come back. He not only decided, I'm not coming back, he didn't even declare for the draft. He no. signed with the Belgian team before the he draft. He was aware of what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. He got ahead of it. But but uh, Loyola brings back basically everybody. Yes. Uh, they got Lucas Williamson back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Braden Norris, who is from Hilliard, Ohio. Shout out Hilliard, Ohio, nice. where I used to live. Braden yeah. Norris, a uh, point guard for, for Loyola. He's back. The whole team, basically, except Krogwig's back. Krogwig was the difference. Krogwig is the reason they were so good. But my point of state, I think Loyola is still going to be good. So, so put me in down for Sister Jean. And uh, every time I think of Sister Jean, I think of the the headline from 2019 when ESPN, <laughs> Adam Rittenberg wrote an article and the headline read, uh, Sister Jean and Loyola won your heart, have returned for your soul. She's coming for your soul. <laughs> uh, there's no way to avoid Sister and Jean. If you're asking me to bet against her and 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 bet on Porter Moser at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to do it. And you I'm went to Oklahoma and you were yeah. impressed with what you saw from Porter Moser. So it's not to say he's going to be bad or, or struggle. It's just that Sister Jean has the magic. Uh, Porter Moser, you know what he's working with this year? I mm. forgot about this. He's got the uh, the uh, uh, Groves brothers from Eastern Washington. Yeah. Remember Tanner those guys? Gross. Tanner yeah. Groves stole Jacob our Gross. heart at yeah. the uh, last year of the tournament. Eastern they transferred Washington. to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So did uh, uh, Jordan Goldwire, yeah. Duke. How about that? Duke defectors. We love them. How about that? So uh, the man who who was the first on the scene to say that John Shire was going to be the next head coach. Remember that? Jordan Goldwire said that in an interview. And then oh, did he really? And then I was he like, broke the news. Yeah. I was like, I think uh, somebody knows what's going on here. <laughs> Is that why they kicked him out? Yeah, of Duke? Like, Get out of here. In case <laughs> like you don't let out the secret. There's only one rat allowed. Yeah, he played this. four years. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I thought that's that was what I was supposed to do. Not up in here. We only get one rat in this program and it's me. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Uh so what 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 does winning the breakup look like in your eyes? Like what 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 are we uh, Whoever lasts longer in the tournament. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. Simple. Whoever whoever lasts longer in the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. um wins the breakup. So we're gonna have to keep an eye on it. Bill Belichick. I need the graphic. Who will last longer? Sister G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Belichick and Brady, everyone had all eyes on that breakup. Yeah, this Brady is wins our the Super Bowl. Of that. This is our yeah. version of that. And who's, I do think Sister Jean, Sister Jean is the Bill Belichick of the situation, you know? I, I really do believe yeah. that. You know, yeah. I think they have one of the same. They probably wear their hoods the same. Porter Moser, I'm pulling yeah. for you, but Sister Jean's day. Something to definitely keep an eye on, <laughs> for sure. Uh, number 49 on our list is pretty vague and simple. Full arenas are back. We, we're excited for uh, full crowds for... Mm. Um, you know, I, I kind of touched on this in the last episode that just the idea of COVID not uh, impacting the season, which God damn it. I mean, Knock on wood, as you said that, by the way, the NFL, yeah. it was like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> yeah, goes down. Saquon Barkley goes down. It was like every single person, like the NBA, like Tobias Harris is down. <laughs> what Jim, happened? Jim cut that from the, forget <laughs> I said it here that. Yeah. I think uh. I've said, I think I've said the words, finally COVID <laughs> finally. is not going to affect us anymore. <laughs> Someone do the super cut of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but listen, uh, I don't need to point it out that no matter whether COVID, what, what I, just do it in quotations, full arenas will be back. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know that quote, full, quote, unquote, full arenas will be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so with that, my question to you is uh. Uh, with full arenas back in college basketball, what is the environment you were most looking forward to? What is the situation that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe we get this now. The crazies are back. I mean, Coach K is nothing without the crazies. I mean, we saw that last year. They don't even make the tournament without the crazies. Coach K was so lost in the sauce. He was asking for everyone to make the yeah. tournament. Then he was also asking to cancel the tournament and cancel the it season. It broke him. It, it broke, broke him, him not having yes. the home fans because they yes. lost two games at home. They yes. lost Michigan State and Illinois at home. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, Michigan State was – does that count as a home loss, by the way? I mm -hmm. forget what the record books – because that was the Champions Classic, remember? Mm -hmm. And then they moved it to the, to the campuses – I could see K. I gotta. We gotta look that up. Did, yeah. Did K like retroactively say that was a neutral site game yes. played in Cameron? University? Absolutely. <laughs> it never happened. And you know, Coach K is a lot like Moses. He needs the people behind him to part the Red Sea. You know what I mean? He needs the crowd, and he doesn't want to walk alone. Well, it, <laughs> are you accusing Moses of not actually? <laughs> he did it for the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Are you saying but Moses was not the one who parted the sea? It was, no. He I'm was saying just, I'm saying he wouldn't he have was, been able to if he didn't have the pressure oh, of the crowd the behind crowd. him. Imagine that you've told this many people that you're going to lead them to the promised <laughs> land, and then they get to. A big ocean. You're like, I hope this works. Nothing, Coach K nothing. needs the crazies. He needs the crazies. Coach, K, the mention of Coach K brings out the biblical metaphors with you. I love it. Yeah, because he's. I mean, you know, he is the angels devil himself. and demons yeah, and exactly. everything in between. Yes, yes. Talking about Coach K. Uh, my answer to that question: which which environment am I looking forward to? Um, it, it it starts and ends with one. And mm. that is Grand Canyon. That's it. Oh That's God. it. I saw one video uh, last week, and Jim, are you aware of the Grand Canyon student section? You're you're kind of new to our no to do. It. You have to look this up while <laughs> while I'm talking about it. Um, Grand Canyon played an exhibition game last weekend. Yes, and I saw uh, someone who was at the game tweeted out a video of the Scott crowd. Drew's brother Bryce is yes. the head coach of Grand Canyon. Grand yep. Canyon student section is back. I just want to to, to <laughs> the declare question that. is: Do they ever leave? You know what I mean? <laughs> we never we didn't get a camera on them during COVID, so I'm sure that they, they were just like they all quarantined in yes, that gym. Yes, just waiting, <laughs> huddling like <laughs> for the moment to rise again. Dude, Jim, you got to look up Grand Canyon student section. It is the havocs. They're absolutely nuts. Yeah, they're they, tripping balls. They, it is. Oh, I've seen these kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know these kids. Not, when you say you've seen these kids, I am do you, these kids. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> do you mean you've seen the student section, or you've uh, seen you've sold these kids drugs before? Because <laughs> it's like I recognize these kids. Yeah, I know this guy Ted. He's a good guy. 
Uh, Grand Canyon having having students Thailand. back. I'm, I'm excited about that. So, but, Me too. And yeah. Allen Fieldhouse is another place. I, I saw that they one. played an yeah. exhibition. I saw some clips come out of that game. Bill Self was, you know. what is In all seriousness, what is the best in college basketball environment? Uh, unbiased. That I've been Re- to. Remove, remove the bias. Yeah. You have to, you just, just give us a, uh, we're hitting you with the truth serum. You have mm-hmm. to, you have to give us the honest truth. The mm-hmm. best uh, home atmosphere you've ever seen. And I categorize best as like the impact of points, you know what I mean? That are directly correlated to the crowd. And that's Cameron Indoor. Cameron mm. Indoor, they turn the heat up to 110. So you, you can barely breathe in there. You know what I mean? There's 9,000 people. It's this old archaic building. You know, and, and it impacts. It's a 20-point swing in a game. Like, you could be 20 <laughs> points better than Duke and lose in Cameron Indoor. That's a fact. I love that you, you swore me by saying Duke is your answer. I thought it was a compliment, and then it, you no, brought no, it full circle. No, but that's, that's how they yeah. were able to win in Cameron yeah. Indoor because that is the type of advantage that they have. Allen Fieldhouse, I've never been to. Allen Fieldhouse. But Allen Fieldhouse, answer. I've heard, is yeah. a similar level, but even better. So I'm going to say Allen Fieldhouse. Allen Fieldhouse is my answer. Okay. Was, uh, that's a good answer. It was insane. that uh, I watched. I was at that game in... Ohio State played there in twenty the twenty eleven twelve season yeah. where we we played at Kansas and then uh, we played Kansas in the Final Four that same year mm-hmm. um, and they beat us both times. <laughs> but uh, my dad and I were at that game and it was it's, and then we and then that was the night that was the same day we were driving home uh, back to Indy from um, um, I was staying at his his house we were driving from Lawrence and we were following the IU Kentucky game on mm. on our phones then we saw us close we pulled over to the side of a road in the middle of nowhere Missouri at this dive bar serving barbecue out of a microwave love that um, yeah and watch and we had him turn on this tube television onto the <laughs> iu kentucky game and uh christian watford hits a shot so that's oh, 2012 but, uh, Good times. yeah kansas is my answer oh allen Fieldhouse. it was sick it was mm. it was it was an awesome atmosphere can't wait to to have all the full crowds we gotta so go, we go back to, yeah. or i gotta go for the first time but we just need to go to lawrence yeah we kansas. should we yeah. definitely should yeah i remember when carolina was talking about renovations of the dean dome i think it was like bubba cunningham flew to a game like he watched assembly hall we played it you yeah. know in assembly hall so he went to like all the venues that you try to mimic in allen yeah. Fieldhouse. house allen field house is the best yeah. uh i will say purdue as i've said before mac arena is the best like bathrooms best that's bathroom. what you've always yeah. said yes yeah. best bathrooms <laughs> best fan experience hang best, the banner mac arena is the best place to take your kids take the family to, oh, yeah. to a basketball game. <laughs> yeah that's good it's like the state fair <laughs> get your like corn that. dog go to the bathroom yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they allow? By the way, all my Purdue fans listening, because I know we have a ton. There's a ton of Purdue people listening. Uh, does Mackey allow food and drink back in the arena now? Because I yes. that, that was always frustrating. When I'm I was saying yes. Up. They used to like they, they would have signs. It was like no food or drink anywhere in the arena. Like you would buy, you go to the concession stand during a timeout, and you have to eat your food and drink outside, real, outside, and then go back in. Yeah, it's kind of smart. Like keep I it mean, clean. It is, but it was like also dumb at the same time. <laughs> yeah, at the same time I like, can't enjoy any of my food. How am I supposed to watch the game and cheer for the team uh, if I can't? I, I got to snarf this hot dog down real quick before I get back in there. Uh, all right, moving on. Number forty-eight on our list is uh, not only are full arenas back. The Ivy League is the back. Ivy League is back. People forget the Ivy yes. League did not exist last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no Ivy League basketball. Eight-storied programs. Yep. Also, you know, a part of the conversation. Usually, they decided to get ahead of COVID and say. Where how? They were the first uh, league to bounce out of the 2020 tournament. Yeah. Then uh, in 2021, they said, we're out of the entire season. Mm-hmm. And, and we got scared because we were like, the Ivy League is the canary in the coal mine. They, yeah. they Every time they do something, they seem to get a bit ahead effects. of the curve. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but no one followed them on that one. <laughs> they, well, like, we're not playing basketball. They, they, like, right, they like to think that like Stanford 
will feel obliged, you know, Duke will feel yeah, obliged. Like yeah. the schools that say that they are, you know, right. the Ivy League of the West Coast or the Ivy League of the South. Ohio they, State, for example. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Ohio State, the Ivy League of Ohio. Uh, <laughs> they all jump in and they follow, you know, suit usually. But the Ivy League this time, they jumped in the pool and they looked back and no one was behind them. And, yeah. And uh, we're just happy they're back. You but know? they're back now. Yeah, they've, yeah. Been, they've been lost at sea for a while, mm-hmm. just treading water uh, for, for about a year. Now now it's back. What are your thoughts on the Ivy League this year? Who, I who like, like Princeton. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. That's all I say every year. When anyone <laughs> asks me about the Ivy League, I just go, I like Princeton. I like, uh, I pulled this from uh, 2020. The uh, uh, But I don't think this was just <laughs> basketball. I think this was all student athletes. Uh, the graduation rates of all mm. these schools for student athletes in, okay. in 2020. Columbia, Dartmouth, Harvard, and Yale had the best graduation rates in 2020 with 99% of all their student athletes. Who's graduated. the 1%? Yeah, I like, I didn't graduate. <laughs> It's probably some dude that created an app, like Zuckerberg type. Can it even like, be 99% just based on like the amount of people? You know, That's a great point. Like, yeah. How, like, how many, could it be? 90, it would mean 100 people were on the team, right? If well, that's what I'm per- saying. I don't yeah. think it was just basketball. I think it was, oh, okay. it was all student athletes. No, all student athletes. Yeah. Okay. And then Princeton was 98, Brown and Penn were 97, and Cornell was 96. <laughs> Cornell. So uh, it, if you're asking me, I like those ones that – I like Columbia, Dartmouth, Harvard, and Yale because their guys win mm. at the game that matters most, Tate, which mm. is the game of life. life. Yeah, and they graduate guys. So I feel like you have to pick a, a team that you ride with, like in the Ivy League. You know? I, uh, I've gone back and forth and waffled over my life, you know what I mean? Like Princeton, to me, is just Duke of the North. So like Princeton's – not even in consideration, you know. That's a so, great point. I so need to pick. Uh, I need to pick my. So I think I'm a pin guy. I I feel like I got to be Harvard because Harvard was the closest. Yeah. Then you like, want to go to Harvard? You I was getting recruited to, yeah, by Harvard. There you go. And it fell through at the last second. Mm. But then part of me is a little bitter that it fell through. Yeah. I could have been. I would have been, been Ryan Fitzpatrick of media. I would have been four year teammates with Jeremy Lin at Harvard. Oh my I'm not gosh. even kidding. We were the same age. We were the same class. We would have both showed up at Harvard and played basketball together for Honestly, four years. Honestly, I'm really happy that Greg Odin is our third co host and not <laughs> yeah, Jeremy not Lin. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> uh, Jim would love Jeremy Lin. So I don't, I, I'm too close to Harvard from that experience. Like I got too many, it's, it's too You're jaded. It's mm-hmm. too jaded. So I, I don't want to do Harvard. <clears throat> what about Dart, Dartmouth feels interesting. No, Dartmouth. We had a lot of former coworkers that went to Dartmouth. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, What about Penn? Penn, Penn is right. mine. Penn is my pick. Can I, I do, can I do Penn? Penn too? Yeah, I think we're Penn guys. Let's do Penn. Okay. Yeah. Penn law school friends, you know? Okay. And I feel like they're off the beaten path and they're also like they're 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 down to engage with the public that's not Ivy League. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yale kids, Harvard kids, Dartmouth kids, they have this air about them. They're better than you. Yeah. Penn kids are like, we're Ivy League, but we get it. I got recruited by Cornell, too, by the way. I told Jim the story. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I've told you before, but I, Jim and me and Jim were talking about this not too long ago uh, I, on my recruiting visit to Cornell. I'll, I'll never forget this as long as I live. Uh, my mom asked the Cornell coach. Mm. The, we, we, we toured the campus. Everything's going great. I was like, I don't know. Ithaca, New York is okay, I guess. It's, mm. it's I, I, whatever. If it gets me into the Ivy League, maybe I'll take it seriously and all that and whatever. Uh, and then the guy's like, do you have any questions? And my mom's like, I have a question. <laughs> I was reading online that mm. there's a lot of suicide at Cornell. That like you guys are maybe number one in the country of all the universities. Because it's the curriculum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but my mom's like, I is is that something like what what's going on there? And the guy the guy looked <laughs> my mom in the eye. I'll never forget this. And he shrugged his shoulders. He's like, well, at least it's not contagious, I guess. And then we never heard from him again, and we never talked. And, and like I was just like, what? I don't know what just happened, <laughs> but like this is. This is very screwed up, which has happened, and I don't yeah. know who. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who to blame here, but I don't like how this all played out. 
I was like, and this I, is, this I is, turned to my mom and I'm like, what kind of question is that when he asked, do you have one yeah, question? And then yeah. I turned to the guy and I was like, what kind of answer is that? Yeah. Well, everyone's in the wrong <laughs> here. I myself and I'm like, what am I doing? And this is what, 2005, 2006? Yeah, this 2005. is before anyone cares yeah. about mental health. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, ask a true. question like that, that's they're true. like, shut that's up. True. This is before people. <laughs> yeah. This is before uh, depression was invented by white girls on Twitter. And- <laughs> 2016 or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Number 47. Go ahead. I'll let you. Do yeah, one last hurrah for the American Athletic Conference. Again, we all remember this. The big news, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, all going to the Big 12. So this is, uh, you know, no later than 2024 is what they're saying. But th- this is pretty much the yeah, writing on the wall. They, yeah, says, the writing on the wall is. Yeah. So there's, there's uh, they're the backfill to Texas and Oklahoma leaving mm-hmm. the Big 12 yes. or leaving the Big 12 for the SEC, which is supposed to happen. And Wes knows, Miller to the Big 12. Yeah. Can't God knows wait. how many years it's supposed to happen. But we all know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to find a way to make mm-hmm. it happen before then. Um, and I mean, look at the college football playoff. They are, they don't even care about the Big 12. Yes. 9-0 and Oklahoma, ranked number nine. They're like, we uh, don't care. But back to the point of, of why we bring this up is that, uh, yes, it's imminent. Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF are leaving the American, which mm-hmm. basically leaves the American as like a carcass of a conference. It's basically turning into Conference USA, like, I don't know, 2.0, 7.0, whatever. Yes. A zombie version of old Conference <laughs> USA from back yes. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what the American has turned into. And it's, uh, but but it's one last hurrah because I think Cincinnati is going to be okay. Wichita yeah. State will be, they're sticking around, by the way, in the American. Memphis mm-hmm. is certainly interesting, mm-hmm. which we might talk about a little bit more mm-hmm. later. Um, who else is in the American? SMU, Houston, as we know. Um, we Final Four team. Yeah. So uh, this is the one last hurrah for American. As we remember, Tate, in 2014, this conference, three of the five first-team All-Americans on the AP All-American team mm-hmm. came from the American. Sean Kilpatrick at Cincinnati, Russ Smith at Louisville, Shabazz Napier at UConn. These were all American Athletic Conference players. They were all American players. Mm-hmm. Three out of the five, dude. That's insane to think about because yeah. this conference is going to be a joke moving forward. <laughs> I was going to say, and at that time, it felt strange that, you know, uh, we had a champion come from this conference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, say we, that same year, the champion came from, <laughs> from the American. The American has won a national title more recently than the Big, the Big Ten. Ten but, nobody, the but don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. But yeah, so, the American, we had great times, but, we, you know, it looks like. We're moving on. The needle is moving yeah. on, unfortunately. Speaking so, of, speaking of which, hurrah. number 46 on the list. People forget that Houston <laughs> made the Final Four last year. I think this is a good point to make. That's it. I just yeah. want to remind everybody. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, haters out there that would, mm. that would point to the fact that Houston had literally the single easiest path to the Final Four of all time. They never played a single-digit seed in mm. any game leading into the Final Four. They beat mm. 15-seeded Cleveland State. They beat 10th seeded Rutgers in a game that Rutgers choked away. They didn't really beat Rutgers. Yes. Rutgers beat themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat 11 seed Syracuse and they beat 12 seed Oregon State to go to the final four and get their asses handed to them by Baylor. Mm-hmm. But it did happen. And the ban- the banner exists. And I think we have to tip our caps. Uh, much respect to Houston. <laughs> much respect to Houston. And I think it was, you know, it was good for the program to, to get forward facing and let people know that, hey, we're not just Clyde Drexler and Akeem mm-hmm. Olajuwon. We we have this new modern era. Kelvin Sampson, who got screwed over at Indiana, as we all remember, in 2008 for phone calls. He gets his moment in the sun. They play in the Maui Invitational this year, so they have a chance to get people excited mm-hmm. again about the program. Yes. yes, yes but yes, like do. you said, yes, we do. still have to remind people they were in the Final Four. So that's... Uh, 
That's not great for the brand. They Houston, are Jordan brand though. Houston, That's good. Houston's definitely winning Maui this year, by the way. That yeah. is, this feel Maui invitation on Vegas feels like a thing Houston would win and no one's gonna care. Exactly. And, yeah, that's, that's but but weird. it'll be on the you know the Maui invitational page forever that they yeah. won the twenty twenty one Maui invitational. Uh oh, Marcus Astor's back. They lost their other four starters though. They got mm-hmm. Kyler Edwards from Texas Tech. I don't think they're gonna be as good as they were last year, but no. that's okay because last year they went to the final four and people yeah. forget that. So I think that they have now uh, a five year grace period to not be great. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're yeah. Calvin Sampson, you're like I got five years to chill. And honestly, the American, well, they're moving to the Big 12, I guess, but the American is not, <clears throat> I don't know, they're probably going to win it again this year, yeah. right? So as soon as Houston goes to the Big 12, they, they have Then it becomes more. interesting. Yeah. Then I'm that interested. becomes interesting. Yeah, yeah, now I'm watching. Then you start winning as much as you're winning now, mm-hmm. you have my attention. Mm-hmm. But you're playing Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. When you're losing to Tulsa and East Carolina and dodging Gonzaga to play Our Lady of the Lake, <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. That's tough for me. <laughs> In hindsight, though, it was a pretty smart decision, right? Because you kept your team's confidence high. That's true. So when they went to the tournament, they're playing all the 12 seeds and everything like that. They're like, yeah. we can beat bad teams. Yeah. Which was the whole idea. Uh, up next on the list, number 45. This is personal to you. Yeah, very personal. Uh, <laughs> we It's Buzzcut Brad versus Bo Borowski. <laughs> How is Buzzcut Brad back? <laughs> He's not going that anywhere. That should have been the question. How um, is he back? If you're not aware, if you're not as plugged into Big Ten basketball as I am, and... Uh, and you are let's be honest you definitely are yeah. but uh you listen to the podcast yeah, you're plugged in you're plugged in because that's all we talk about is big time i find a way um boborowski has leads the league in monitor time he mm. this man if if this man is calling a big 10 basketball game be prepared to look at his ass mm. i don't know for for 20 minutes during that game because mm. he's going you're going to get the shot of boborowski at the monitor and then the camera like the space ball scene where yeah. it's like the the, yeah, the yeah. behind shot yes. of the guys watching yes. themselves watching yes. themselves that's what that's what the boborowski experience is he this man goes to the monitor for everything he reviews everything and it's amplified that much more when when brad davison is, is involved this guy gets just hard as a rock thinking about brad davison getting yes. tangled up in something mm-hmm. and he can go to the monitor and look at it and assess a flavor was it excessive? One. yes was yes. it excessive mm-hmm. and then we're getting a rundown of all the rules of like <laughs> well, and you're not even sure like when these rules came in you know a lot of times when they show the yes. new rules like this this is a flagrant one this is a flagrant two this is what this means let's call in mike Pereira. <laughs> to, to break this down for us and then mike's like you know just kind of starting explaining what the rules are yeah. as the decision is made and then, they and then he's kind of stuck and he's like uh, uh, anyway okay yeah thanks because always thinking to himself i have to agree with the call made yes. on the court you know what i mean yes. that's the right call and that's what he does um i i say this with no hyperbole i'm not saying this for effect at all i genuinely mean this i think this would be malpractice i think this would be egregious i think this is uh would, would frankly be disgusting if, if bo Borowski calls a single wisconsin game this year this man this man hates mm. brad davison I, I don't i don't mean it in like a goofy haha way like i, I literally think that bo Borowski hates brad davison yeah he thinks he's bad for the game yes he thinks he's mm-hmm. bad for and if he gets put on any Wisconsin game, which he will, mm-hmm. but if he gets when he when that happens, um, it is it is. I, I mean, first of all, it's gonna be must watch TV. But also, I feel for Wisconsin fans. I feel for you because mm. the man. <laughs> I, I can't. This is not a. This is not like a. a, a I, I don't know. I can't think of another example like Ted Valentine and anybody or Carl Huss and anybody yeah. where you're like, I swear that guy hates us, and it's it's like no, he doesn't hate you. He hates everyone. Yeah, Carl Huss hates everybody. He just hates everyone mm-hmm. except uh, for Duke. Bo Borowski literally hates Brad Davison and mm-hmm. wants him out of the game. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's going to be something to monitor. Every so. time I hear Bo Borowski, I think of Sergei Bobrovsky, the goaltender. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, and it like, for whatever reason, I imagine Brad Davison on ice arguing with Sergei Bobrovsky. So 
<laughs> That's where my head immediately goes. But Bo Borowski's ass, like you said, he, he's always going to be on camera, sticking his butt out like as he looks at the monitor, yeah. like trying to make it a whole thing. So shout out to Bo Borowski. Uh, He'll be on TV. Number 44 on our list, a pivot away from college <laughs> basketball, because as we know, college basketball is dying. Dead, RIP. Is dying yeah. in this modern age. Kids have more options. They don't have to go to college. Um, so we're, we are we are going to reflect it on this podcast. We try to do our best to talk about all the the alternative programming out there. And one of the leagues that we are certainly very excited about here mm. at Titus and Tate. Put your O's up. Is the overtime league. Yes. So uh, one thing we're going to be monitoring all season, and you can, you're we're welcome to join. We're going to be watching all the overtime league games mm. this year, breaking them down on the show, all that sort of thing. Uh, so number 44 on our list is who will win the overtime league. My pick, I'll go first. Yeah. My pick is the overtime league team, the only one that exists. That's my pick. I think yes. the one team in that league is going to win. I am going to pick overtime elite. Because oh, yeah. I, I okay. think I think they're elite and they, they must be the best players in the league. So I'm going to pick them to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have an idea about the overtime league. And it's if I'm Mac McClung right now, right? Mac McClung, he, Austin Reeves takes his spot, you know, his token spot on the bench for the Lakers. He's now trying to figure out where he's going to go. He should go to the overtime league and dominate the overtime league. Is that allowed? League. I don't know. What is what is the eligibility I, I, of the overtime I, I league? Have no <laughs> I have no idea. But I think the overtime league should sign T Jazz and they should sign Mac McClung. The, the over, trash no, no, brothers. No, no, the trash no, no, brothers. No, no, no. no, I got it. I got it. I got it. They they don't join the team. They are the uh, Washington Generals of the overtime <laughs> league where they are the Instagram All Stars. Yes. There's an Instagram team that plays the overtime elite team. Uh. And Mac McClung is spearheaded by TJ. Who's the other? Who's that other white? Austin Mills. He's on yeah. there. Yeah, we're just we're building a the team professor. Now. The professor's on there. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, people would watch. Right? Isn't that the whole point of the overtime league to get people to watch? I would watch Mikey TJ. Williams? Who's, who's this Mikey Williams kid? Tell uh, me about him. So Mikey Williams is the number one recruit. <laughs> He's legit. Yes. Mikey Williams is a legit dunker. No, why, why am I He's a legit dunker. Legit. Yeah. Why, legit why dunker. am I asking Tate? I should ask Jim. It's a He's kid amazing. He's better than Bronny, if you can believe that. I do think he's better there than Bronny. He's a kid better than him. I do think he's better than Bronny. I agree with that. But that's not saying much. What? You're crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I like Mikey Williams. Anyway, our picks he's are in. Overtime Elite. You like Overtime Elite. I like uh, Is that the name of a team, honestly? I, I like I think Overtime Elite as I well. Think, yeah. yeah, I think it's Overtime That's Elite. Literally An Elite the, Overtime is the other team in the league. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally the only team in the league. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, so I said that. that's why that's why I'm picking. I, one I legitimately know nothing about this league. <laughs> it fact, it's not and a league. Nobody it's a, does. Yeah, no. I, I just want to see the twelve teams. Like I want to see the rosters because I have no idea. Donda. Yeah, yeah. Robert Dillingham is playing for Donda Academy it's in a, the Overtime Elite. It's League. a best of 199 series between Donda and Overtime yeah. Elite. That's their season. They just play each other. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> not a bad idea. Uh, all right, number 43 on our list. Um, mm. The Border War, Kansas versus Missouri, is back after 10 years. They're, the, the, the rivalry is back. They're going to be playing December 11th in Allen Fieldhouse. This is not going to be the game that I go to to get my taste of uh, of. Mm. Of Allen Fieldhouse because Missouri is absolutely garbage and Kansas yeah. is not and Kansas is going to beat the brakes off them. But Missouri used to be really good. Once yeah, upon a time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sleeping giant. Yeah, I mean, once upon a time they were really good. What's weird is like when Missouri ten years ago, Missouri moved to the SEC and as a basketball program they tanked. But the yes. SEC as a basketball conference, ever since Missouri has gone there, has they've gone, gone up. up. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, they were like, we've added basketball school, so we have to step our game up. Yes. And Missouri's like, oh, we're a football school now. Yeah. Forget yes. about basketball. It's like the, 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 they're not on the same page. They added yeah. Missouri to be. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's very confusing. 
Uh, but the rivalry's back, and uh, it's got me thinking. Take what what rivalry are we trying to get back now? What's mm. what's the non conference rivalry that's not being played? Is it Indiana Kentucky? That's got to be it, right? Yeah, that's got to be up there. I mean, I'm just trying. TCU to think. SMU. That that's ridiculous. That it got they canceled. stopped playing. Dude. Yeah, we did this. <laughs> was we us. were a part of this. We we were saying it was America's next greatest rivalry. They got rid of it. Um, so that's probably the right answer for this. But uh, I think Indiana should play Kentucky. Yeah, Indiana really Kentucky that uh, makes sense. Carolina should play Kansas. Carolina, that's Kansas, what I want. Going on. Yeah, Louisville, Cincinnati. I think we're supposed to play, and then COVID killed it. Mm. And then Chris Mack. Uh, Chris Mack doesn't want that smoke. Yeah, he doesn't want yeah. to play West Miller. That's yeah. especially playing like his old rival. He's not bringing that to town. It was supposed to be on the schedule, and I think I think yeah. COVID shook that up, and then something happened where they, call it whatever you want. Yeah, that's yeah. a dodge. Yeah, call um, that a dodge. Syracuse, UConn. They don't play anymore. We got to get that back yeah. going. Right? I mean, any old Big East game, I think any we're down to bring back. And any Maryland ACC game. Mm. Maryland, Maryland Duke. Duke. Maryland Duke. Maryland, Maryland Virginia, Duke should Maryland. happen. So remember this year, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, the, the whole, there was a lot of I know. chatter to, about I know. sending Duke to go play Maryland at Maryland. And Coach K made sure it didn't happen, of course. Yeah. But what an idiot. If he really cared about the game, he oh, would have let it happen. That would have been so good. Oof. That Turgeon would have so won good. that game too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the funniest part. And he would have got like a 10 year extension. Yeah. Oh, if uh, anyway, the, the border war is back. It, I don't anticipate it being a good game, but it's fun to have these rivalries. back. Michael Porter Jr. Went to Missouri. You know that's what I mean? True. Like think about this. That. Like yeah. that was a big moment in time. And, and now it feels like Missouri's not even in the conversation. And then he didn't even he played three games. Eh, shut up. <laughs> he, played, he played a lot. Jante. Jante. As long as a Porter was playing, we're all getting uh, stats. Uh, number 42 on the list. Uh, it's, it's a question that, uh, Ooh, I, I think we have to ask ourselves. This is a good question, by the way. How relevant will Oral Roberts and or Max Acemas be this season? Uh, I, for those who might not remember Oral Roberts led by Max Acemas, who led the country in scoring last year, beat out mm. Luca Garza for the scoring title. Uh, Max Acemas went on a, a miracle run through the NCAA tournament. They beat Florida. They give Arkansas all Arkansas can handle. It was it was uh God, Florida. What what a terrible loss for Florida. But but then like it was it was embarrassing <laughs> for Florida to lose. But then um I think Oral Roberts taking Arkansas to the brink kind of validated that they were yeah. for real. Yeah. It was less embarrassing, I think, if uh-huh. you're a Florida fan. Um but you know, it it's 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 Max Acemas has the the obviously the comparisons were being drawn to Steph Curry, um, because that's how it works. If you play at a small school and you're lighting up an NCAA tournament, everyone's gonna point to Steph's run in mm. 08. People forget Tate. Steph came back the next year. Yes. He did not go to the NBA that year. After his his fun NCAA tournament run, he came back. Everyone pretended like they were gonna watch him all year. Everyone <laughs> pretended like this dude's gonna take college basketball by storm. Nobody watched a single damn game. Except maybe did they, did they play at Oklahoma that year? They I played. They played like a. They played like a premier team because the two years before he played North Carolina, yeah, and he had a really good game. And but, then he played Duke, and then I think he did play like someone like Oklahoma. I think that they year. played Blake yeah. Griffin in Oklahoma. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but they missed the tournament. Steph missed <laughs> yes, the tournament, and he did. was he was not. This isn't a dig at Steph. It's just the the fact he was he was kind of irrelevant to college basketball. Mm-hmm. His his final season of college. Um, and so I guess the question is, is the same thing going to happen to Max Acemas? Are we, are we, or is, is this, are we going to be talking about Max Acemas throughout this season? Or was it just like, let's check back in when it's March and see if Oral Roberts is. In we we have to figure out if they have an O'Banner type, because that was the, um, it'd be one thing if O'Banner comes back and it's, it's those two going again, it's a two man game type, type situation, but O'Banner transferred to Texas tech. Right. So he's out of the, out of the equation, out of the picture. And Oral Roberts, as much as America was excited about the upsets, 
you know, once they were digging in deeper into who Oral Roberts was, like the man and the, the whole story, <laughs> the actual man, yeah. like, like people were like, wait a second, like, am I sure that I'm I'm all the way locked in on Oral yeah. Roberts? So I feel yeah. like America distanced themselves from the Cinderella, and that's why people aren't aren't going to be all the way, even if Max Aismas is great, people are going to yeah. keep a distance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he could he could be up for player of the year like as a nominal invite him here because he leads the country in scoring, but he's not going to be a part of the conversation. You're saying the idea of Oral had America very excited. But yes, then as America it, was aroused as it went on. Mm-hmm. They were like, honestly, I not would, as great as I had heard. Not as great. And I would love, <laughs> I would love for some a little better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, here's Oral Roberts' uh, non-conference notable non-conference. Games oh, this is down. good. So this is uh, if you know they they play in the Summit League. Last year, people forget mm. Oral Roberts finished fourth in the regular season. Summit won the tournament. Summit League. Yeah. Um. So they did not even win their conference in the regular season, but they they did win the tournament. Got in the NCAA tournament. Uh. So the Summit League might not provide the most explosive games if you're trying to watch Max A. Smith. But they do have these notable non-conference games at Colorado State, November 9th mm. versus Oklahoma State, November 26th <sighs> versus at, at home, by the way, at home versus Tulsa on November 29th and at TCU, December at 2nd. TCU. So those are the that's the game I'm going to watch <laughs> at TCU. Dude, I, are any of those going to be on TV? Even? <laughs> Definitely not. Probably I mean, not. I was going to say Oklahoma State had a chance until the NCAA ruling comes down and now they probably don't even get covered this year. Those are the four best yeah. games that that Oral Roberts will play. And unfortunately, I don't know. So I, I guess we'll answer. Our so what you're saying is we'll see Max A. Smith in March. Yeah, we'll see if if in they March. win the tournament, yeah. if they win the summit tournament, we'll see them in March. Yeah. And, and, every, be and everybody will bet on them and they'll lose by 21 in yes, the first round. As the 15. <laughs> yes. Kansas will be the two seed that they play. And everyone's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Bucknell. Don't Remember Bucknell? Yeah, Bucknell? <laughs> yeah. Then Kansas blows them out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, moving on. Number 41 on our list. Uh, wow. Is this really 41? Wow. 41. Huh. Wow. I'm shocked. Right, well, uh, Coach K retirement tour. I felt like it should have been a little bit higher, but uh, 41. That's 41. Interesting. Uh, Jack yeah, so White's number, right? That wasn't that's 40. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just remember the stars. <laughs> Coach K, uh, what can you say about him that hasn't been said already, Tate? <laughs> yeah. This is his final season in college basketball. We're going to miss him. We love him. Mm. We uh, an, a, a true icon of the game. Mm. The GOAT. Mm. The, uh, the, the, the man who... <laughs> what was your favorite, like... <laughs> reprimand from coach K you know what I mean because he's had some great reprimandings over the years you taking know what the I mean? D off the chest uh, yeah, taking that, the D I that, think anytime <laughs> he gets mad at his team and he's like you guys do not deserve my him D. saying that you have to earn this D yeah earn my D in practice I mean yeah. I can't imagine the the kids yeah. being able to sit there seriously I think also uh how he whips his managers um yes. until they understand that every time there's a t- television camera. They have to mm-hmm. hold up a Gatorade towel in front mm-hmm. of the camera to block them out. Um, whatever, whatever it is that gets it, that that whips it into the managers to do that, and that makes the managers at halftime r- sprint from the bench into the locker room. Uh, yeah, you know that that whole culture that he's created there. Yeah, is, uh, the, a lot of people ask about the Duke culture, like what is Duke culture, and it's fear. You know what I mean? And I think what Coach K has created is this idea that like he is all seeing and he can end you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's your major? Like that, that was my that's, favorite recent reprimand. Yeah. What's your major? And that is the type of energy that I think we're going to have. What, in the farewell what, what is Jim? What is uh, as a guy who doesn't Jim's live and breathe college basketball? What is your lasting memory of Coach K as of right now? Well, they're all amazing. But <laughs> I really liked when he scolded all the Duke students. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what it was about. He was screaming at him. Were they no, cheering? Somebody got hurt. Yeah. What was that? 
weren't they playing were they, Pit? Yeah, and yeah, uh, Cable yeah. was back, and yeah, they were they, all like chanting something in support of Jeff Cable, and yes. he was yelling at them, "Shut Did up, shut up!" I think they were saying something bad about Jeff Cable. Yeah, like they they were they were saying. No, I thought it was overrated. like overrated. Were they chanting? Maybe something, something like, like that. that. I thought it was something like I thought it was something good. I thought it was like <laughs> no, 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 no. Coach K and Coach K was yelling like he was hissing at them. He was hissing. Yeah, he was hissing a lot. Um. I think Dude, I think awesome. that was the, the, the yeah that was a pinnacle moment. Dude, that was um, great. That's yeah. when the crazies turned on him. Honestly, that, was, that's, he yeah. misses the crazies. Do you think if that doesn't happen, he's still coaching? Or do you think, do you think if just... they miss the tournament that he stays? True, serious question. If, if the if same Duke, thing that happened last, let's say mid December, Palo Benchero, he has been reading Kevin O'Connor's out. mock draft, yeah. and he says, "I am going to opt out. I'm, I'm the number one pick." Yeah. Do you think Coach K says, I'm going to come back for one yes, more? Yeah, yes. He, he has to. Or he does he to. say, I got COVID. I can't finish the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> John Shire loses all his games and it's all his record. John Shire starts 1-15. in 15. Oh, man. Coach K retirement tour, number 41. Man, I, I pretty feel high. like that should be a bigger story hey. than 41. Hey, what can you do? The basketball god said it. Uh, number 40 on the list. Uh, this one is uh, the hashtag unfinished <laughs> business after March Madness last year. Mm. And, and what this means, Tate, is that there were a lot of teams that went into March Madness. They had lofty goals. Yes. They, they said, we're going to accomplish a lot of things mm -hmm. in this NCAA tournament. They did not do that. And now they come back this season with hashtag unfinished business. Yes. And they are out to prove that what happened in March. Duke would be on not, this list yeah. if they made the tournament. <laughs> they made the tournament. But they do. Yeah. What happened in March is not representative of who mm -hmm. we are as a team, a program, <laughs> a culture. And we're going to show that this year. On my list... I have Gonzaga, yes. who was boat raced by Baylor in the title game. They're going for redemption. They're going for redemption. Yes. We have Texas, who lost to Abilene Christian in the first round. Uh, I, which is so strange because they have guys from that team that are back, even though it feels like a totally it different team. It feels like team. a new team because Chris Beard still carries over and has transfers, yeah. but it's still... It's the a, same DNA. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Jones and Cordy Ramier are still there. <laughs> yeah, There's still, Brock As long Cunningham. as Andrew Jones do you, is there. Do you know about... The are you related to Brock Cunningham, by the way? Look up no. that kid. Brock Cunningham. You know, you know him on Texas? Brock Cunningham was my grandma's nickname, so... Uh, oh really? Is she the AD at Carolina? Are you sure you're not related to Brock? You, Brock kind of looks like he's got the hair. Yeah. That that matches yours a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Something to look into. Uh, I have basically the entire Big Ten. Yeah, Illinois is my team. I yeah. think of the Big Ten that I really point to and say, that's the team that felt it last year. Yeah. They thought they were going to win it all. They did after they won all. the Big Ten yeah. tournament. Let, let's just be honest. And Io was posing like he was Kobe. Yeah. With the Big they Ten they thought it was yeah, a, a yeah. clean run to the title. Yeah. So they're Il Illinois they're is my number one business. team. Purdue lost to North Texas. Michigan thinks that they should win the Michi national championship every single Dude, year. Dude, Michigan. So. I mean, in 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 all honesty, Michigan last year they 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 did make the Elite Eight, but they had they played like absolute guard. That was one of the ugliest basketball games I've ever seen mm -hmm. against UCLA, and and it was it was close. Michigan had chances down the stretch. I if you're if you're a carryover, if you're a Hunter Dickinson type or an Eli Brooks type uh, from Michigan last year, carrying mm -hmm. over this year, you're disgusted at how last year ended. You're like, yeah. we were better than that team. Mm -hmm. We were better than the team that everyone's anointing coming into this season. Yeah. And we're going to prove it this year. I like that. Um, Michigan State had UCLA on the ropes in the first round. <laughs> Um, Ohio State. Tom Izzo has something figured out. Michigan State's going to have a good Ohio year. State didn't get a chance to play in the tournament. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was very depressing. VCU should be, be on this list. VCU as well, also. You know what I mean? Uh, I, put, I put Alabama on there. They had, uh, they remember the shot uh, the kid hit to, to send it to OT against mm -hmm. UCLA? And yep. um, you thought they were going to win an OT. You're like, Bama's, that, that was the better all they team. Yeah, yeah. They're going to prove an OT. Not the case. Not with Johnny Juzang. Not the case. Uh, so Alabama's up. Kansas got blown mm. out by USC. Mobley's went nuts on them, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, can you remember that? That's that's uh, and Kansas should have won the 2020 tournament, by the way. Yeah, 
So they got they, they were 2020 business. national champions. We yeah. all remember that. Uh, Iona, I also have on this oh, list. Oh, good one. Yeah, I good think Rick Pitino is coming back with the vengeance. They almost gave, who did they play? Was Alabama. It was Bama. Yeah. They Nate almost Oates gave him a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Nate Oates yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. he had that moment in time where he looked over and was like, how am I coaching Rick Pitino right now as a 15 seed? Right. And uh, Iona's only getting more talent. Like, if you if you keep up with what's happening to Iona right now, Rick Pitino, he's building a contender. Yeah. Secretly. Uh, Slazinski from uh, Louisville transferred there. Yeah, People no, forget that. No, I know. They, Kid from Louisville transferred they, to Iona. They're getting, like, guys from, like, Minnesota, like, all these, like, you know, yeah. dejectors, defectors, whatever you call them, and they're all going to Iona. So, there you go. watch out. Uh, mm, big swig of water. Uh, <laughs> no, what's up? What's up? Just next thinking about Patino. Yeah, yeah, it's getting right. hot in here. Woo. Yeah, woo. Uh, number, number 39 on the list. I, I mean, this is, um, the, some people called him the welder last year. He got a new nickname because of, you know, his iconic face mask during the COVID year. Let's hope he brings it back and keeps it. Number 39, where does Josh Pastner go from here? Yeah. I, I, I put this one on the ACC list. ACC player of the year. Yes. I mean, Moses Wright had a great time there. Wins the ACC tournament. So. I, I wanted to talk about this because I want to make a case to you, and you can tell me if this is crazy or not. Um, what would have been best for Josh Pastner's legacy as a Division One head basketball coach mm. would have been to retire the moment they won the ACC tournament. Don't yes. even participate in the NCAA tournament. Yes. To just retire right then and there. And the fact that he's back, it, I, it has me And let's worried. be honest, he got a bad draw in the first round. They played Sister Jean yep. in the first round. Moses Wright didn't I'm, play, by the way. Remember, yeah. tested positive. They were a nine seed also after winning the ACC tournament, yep. which is pretty disrespectful. So uh, he, did, he did not have the ACC Player of the Year in that game because mm-hmm. uh, uh, of COVID. No, no one talks about that. Everyone talks about VCU and Ohio State not yeah. playing in the tournament. They don't talk yeah. about how Georgia Tech was affected by not having an ACC Player of the Year. Moses Wright. Um, but then also, Arizona job opens up. Sean Miller gets fired from Arizona. And I felt like Pastner's name wasn't taken seriously enough, which I, listen, Arizona was never going to hire Josh Pastner. I understand that. But if you're Pastner, you got to call your agent and be like, we got to do a better job of getting my name out there. Yeah. You got to, like, we got to plant some stories that like, like I got to get in the, I got to get an interview. I got to get like on a short list of candidates. You, you got to set something up with the school as a, as a former alum, as a guy who was on the team when they won a national title yeah. in 1997, you got to, you got to have the juice to get that done. That really wasn't happening, mm-hmm. and I'm start. I'm worried, Tate, that like he peaked at the ACC tournament, and as lovable as Josh Pastner was last year, I felt like he should have just retired. I felt yeah. like that was it. I feel like Josh Pastner retires and then just gets into media, and he comes on our podcast once a that, week. That was going to be my suggestion. You know he, what I mean? He retires. Like that was the move. He retires. He's got the mutton chops. Apparently, they're rebooting that '70s show, and they're doing <laughs> yeah. that that '90s show, or whatever they're gonna call it. And Donna's dad. They need a new Donna's dad <laughs> with the mutton chops. It could have been Josh Pastner. Yes, moves into Hollywood, like you said, comes he twice done, a week to be on our show to talk about college dude, basketball. He could have done a thousand things. What he shouldn't have done is gone back to Georgia Tech. No, to exactly, <laughs> exactly. You'll never be better no. than Bobby Crimmins. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all it is. So. But anyway. we love Josh Pastor on this program. We're going to cover him. I'll, I'll be rooting for him, but yeah, Alvarado's gone. Moses Wright's gone. They I don't lost know how, the DNA. I don't, I don't think they're going to be that good. No. And, uh, it's a bummer because you got you got to see the writing on the wall and make mm-hmm. a big pivot, Josh, and mm-hmm. he didn't do it. Do you think he was upset about Arizona, like deep down? If we, if we pressed him on I it? think he I – th- here's, here's the problem. I think, I, think he's Pastor, I think he's past it. I don't think he cares. No, I think he is, but I – like. He he he's too nice of a guy in the sense that like he he's an idiot who believes that like if you're just do the job do your job well and be nice to people like then your name will get floated in these coaching searches then like you'll get taken to that's not how it works mm. we know that's not how it works there's a college basketball illuminati pulling strings behind the scenes that you have to play the game you have to have your agent knocking on doors and making phone calls and and 
sliding envelopes of cash certain what you know what i mean mm. and josh pastner strikes me as a guy who does not want to play that game and he genuinely thought when the arizona job opened up that i will get a call based on my merits based on my personality mm. based on the fact that i'm a great leader of men yes and josh that's not how it works no and that's what worries me. I think he's in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lloyd is kind of like in the middle of those two things. I think Tommy Lloyd can yeah. play the game, but he also can play like the I'm your mentor, I'm your coach. You yeah. know what I mean? He can play both sides. Josh Pastner is literally out of wet, hot American summer. You know what I mean? Like he is a a, a counselor, uh, to say the least. I mean, how much of a coach he is, we can argue over that, but he's a good guy. There you go. He's our good guy. Uh, number 38 on the list. Uh, we'll, we'll make this one quick. I, I, I asked this question, Tate. Will the hatred for the NCAA, which has been mm. red hot and lengthy, mm. as we know. It covered extensively on this program via Jay Billis. Will the <laughs> hatred for the NCAA subside now that the name image likeness rules exist and players are getting paid? What do you think, Tate? No. Okay, yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are the most hateable entity that exists. Yes. See Oklahoma State, we just we, yes. $300 has led them to lose their chance to play in the postseason. Yes. That's what uh, Mike Boyden said to the world. He was not afraid to attack the NCAA. The only thing that's going to happen is I think the hate's going to get turned up because I think the people yes. that, that are in the game know that we can attack and this uh, is, hopefully uh, get rid of the NCAA. This is, uh, is it Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter that does the finish him? Mm. Deal. Mortal Kombat. That's Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Screwing up my references mm-hmm. here. No, it's, you're uh, right. The, the, the finish him is now flashed on the mm-hmm. screen with the NCAA. And I think America tastes the blood. And yes. we just want to end it. We want to, yeah. But what does it look like on the other side? No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. But all I know is that the NCAA must go. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Blow it up and we'll figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it works. Just detonate the damn bomb and yeah. we'll pick up the pieces later. <laughs> In Indiana. It. It's in Indianapolis, right? It's the in Indianapolis, yeah, yeah, so. Poor, poor what idiot? Yeah. Like what? I mean, well, it's tough because Greensboro. I don't know if you saw this. Greensboro lost the ACC. They're moving the ACC. They're moving to Charlotte. I know, but they they lost it. And Indianapolis now they're going to lose the NCAA. You both of our dude whatever, basketball homes. Whatever whatever replaces the NCAA will be put in Indianapolis. I promise you. And if it's not, Oof. it'll be put in Atlanta because the SEC is trying to. Yeah, I was going to say. I, in I, which I, case, the Big Ten will riot. New we'll York, really Atlanta a, is is where they're going to be looking. It's going to be Atlanta because the SEC is going to. And, well, you know how New York is. New York, anytime you talk about basketball, they act like they invented it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so they're going to be in there vying for that position. Oh, you're, so you're, you're. I'm saying like the the head, like especially because we're we're near uh, where all the things are going to get decided, whatever that court is. The the uh, the Supreme yeah. Court. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but you know, the district, the Southern District. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where all oh, the yeah. you know what I mean? That was so, in New York, right? Yeah, of the course. Southern, so I'm saying so. Put the the offices oh. in New York, and then you can go right there and deal with all that stuff. I don't think we're going to have any replacement. I think it's just going to be chaos and anarchy. And I'm fine with that. That's better for us. Yeah, Yeah, that's better for us. I think so. I think you're right. (laughs) Eventually someone's going to be like, we need like a, you know, a group, an entity to run all this. Uh, All right. That was number 38. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't think this age is going to. I mean, we've learned that just from Oklahoma State, from Kofi Coburn recently. Uh, Here's my last question to you about this. Uh, what? Because everyone does hate the NCAA. The NCAA could come out and punish like basically any program, and everyone, no matter what the situation mm. is, everyone will say, "Shut up! We mm-hmm. don't care. You're wrong. You're wrong." Um, you know that's going to be the reaction. But I do feel like there's some where people would be like, "Good, finally mm-hmm. they get punished." I like w- w- what schools are left. It's LSU. Like LSU, if L- if LSU, LSU gets in trouble, I think America says, "Good job." Good job, NCAA. Mm-hmm. Finally, you did your NC job. NC State. If they get in trouble, America says, "Good job." 
I don't. <laughs> Leave NC State alone. They don't I, want enough to I like. I know. I know. I'm just cares. telling you, though, that people will say they paid $40,000. We we could track think, the whole thing. I think Louisville, uh, no one has any sympathy for Louisville. Yeah. They just laugh, unfortunately. They Sorry. think Rick Patino's still there. Yeah. So they, they're they, going to be they, 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 like, Patino's doing laugh. it again. Yeah. I think Kansas is certainly on that list. Yeah. I think Auburn people want to is, see the blue bloods fall. Yeah, I think Auburn is on that list with Bruce Pearl, and then as you said, blue bloods just in general. Kentucky, Duke, yeah, just because, just because they. I mean, and the Duke was a moment in time, like yes. when Avenatti said Duke was involved at the top at the highest level with Nike. America, they were chomping yeah. at the bit, and it was speaking something. of Duke. That brings us to number thirty-seven. Oh uh, wow. Coach K retirement tour. No way. Mike Krzyzewski. The semi Ojale. Yep. At number head, 37. Head coach. <laughs> Jim with the fire emojis. <laughs> head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, Mike Krzyzewski, has recently, if you missed it, folks, yes. recently announced that this will be his final season after 4,800, 40, 40, what is it? 40, who knows? After a lot of seasons. Yes. I, I forget how many of them counted and so how many, many. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Shashevsky will finally hang it up at the end of the 2021 22 mm. season. Or and, will he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's really the question. Here's, here's, my, here's my other thing I want to say about Coach K. Can't um, say last. Don't say the L word. Over under on when the, the players only meeting happens for Duke. I'm officially mm. get, get your bets in now, folks. We, we need to get this set up on Fox bet. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's we, do we, that. We need to have Fox like make this official. Where people <laughs> can actually wager on this. I'm setting the over under. I, I put a lot of thought into this. Uh-huh. The over under is January 30th, kind Ooh. of late in the season, Ooh. kind of late in the season. So that's, yeah. that's pretty enticing. It gives you a lot of, but there's enough games in the ACC at that point where they're panicking. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, so the schedule <laughs> leading into January 30th is at Florida state, uh-huh. Clemson at home, Syracuse at home, then at Louisville on on uh, January 29th. And then they have six days off from January 29th. And then February 5th, they play at North Carolina. Mm. So, oh, yeah. So they'll be ready for that game. So I'm saying in the lead up that, that week off, those six days off in the lead up to North Carolina, that's where I, I'm putting the over under as the players only meeting happens there. And if you think it's going to happen earlier, because it could happen earlier. They, they have a tough non They play Gonzaga and Ohio State back-to-back. I think you're right in the sweet spot. I think that the players-only meeting happens after Jim Beheim wins in Cameron yes. Indoor. Yes. And so it's, yes. And it's leading up to the Louisville game. And then we have a, a Jabruder film type situation again yes. with Kay, uh, where they go to Louisville. They're down early in the first half. They make a yes. huge comeback. They win that game. Then they have six days of rest before they play North Carolina. And then Coach K is like, I got the boys fired up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. So get your bets in January thirtieth. Wow. That is the date. Over under the the Duke players only meeting. Um, but no, Coach K's final season. We love you, Coach. We love come, you. Coach. Come on the show. We'll talk about it. Oh, we'll, how, uh, how many games? Can I put a line on how many games John Shire will coach as the head coach this year? <laughs> I think the line is at one and a half. I think he's going to coach a couple games because if you're Coach K, huh? He might mail Why? in a what, couple what, games. What's the What's the reasoning? COVID. It, it's kind of no. It's kind of like when uh, you know Shiv gets brought in, you know, and you just like throw her in the office and you he's give just, her some more responsibilities. He wants to see what Shire looks like because he wants to make sure he's right. He's gonna have a cough and he's gonna say we're gonna take every precaution, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna come in. Mm-hmm. And then he he's like, I tested negative. Yeah, like, or, or Florida State's beating him, or Miami's beating him in the first half, and Coach K doesn't come out for the second <laughs> half, and John Shire takes <laughs> Can over. Can you imagine our show that night? Oh, amazing! If we're watching a game in Florida State. Because John Shire takes the loss, as far as I'm concerned. You put it on his record. Coach K, there will be no blips on his record. Coach K, if a game this year, Coach K does not come out for the second half, that's all we will talk about the rest of the season. That's my promise to the American people. Uh Uh-huh.
If he goes home at halftime, and, and as, soon, as soon as Duke takes the lead under the eight-minute timeout, they just start playing the Undertaker music, and then Coach K comes out for the final eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. We got to refocus, regroup, uh, rip through these last few. Um, how many we got left? Like ten. Uh, ten, ten yeah, ten. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll rip through the last ten after this break. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure, you do, and I bet it can be hard work too. You know what's easy? bundling policies with geico geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you've already got so much to do around your home go to geico.com get a quote and see how much you could save it's geico easy visit geico.com today that's geico.com at t-mobile for business unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most that's why they've become the leader in 5g number one in customer satisfaction and a partner who includes 5g in every plan so you get it all unconventional thinking from t-mobile for business hi there sorry for the interruption but are you enjoying this show on google podcasts you should know that the google podcast app is going away this spring That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. Moving on, number 36, uh, the uh, the year of Bayheim may be upon us, Tate. That's, yes. that's all I'm going to say. Uh, yes. So I've, I've given this a lot of thought. <laughs> I'm going to hit some bullet points. Please. I'm going to throw some bullet points at you. Make the case that as much as... as, much as They're the, all together. I mean, that's the, that's the major bullet point. They're all in yeah, the same place. As much as the Illuminati of college basketball <laughs> wants this to be the Coach K season, mm. this may in fact be the Jim Bayheim season, and here's why. Yes. Number one, Coach K is retiring, which you would think would be... A, a celebratory deal of the farewell tour. We're all giving Coach yes. K's flowers. Jim Beheim is just sitting on the sideline watching this, doing the math, saying, I can catch this. Yes, this SOB. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I can catch him. And mm. I'm going to catch him. Uh, yes. And I'm not like, I, I, mm. or I will literally die trying. Like, yes. I am going to catch him in career wins. Get wins or die trying. That this is, is a the Jim Beheim motto. Huge win for Jim Beheim that mm-hmm. Coach K is retiring. Uh, Roy Williams is already gone, by the way, which like just in the ACC, because that was always the talk of the ACC was like, you have you have Jim Beheim and Roy Williams and Coach K, like these three elder. And let's be honest, it's usually the two that we talk right. about. And then but Jim was, you know, Jim's the last one standing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Jim's all of a sudden get, get, get lumped in with like Mike Bray and Leonard Hamilton as like the elder statesman <laughs> yeah. of the ACC. Those are going to be the two faces of the league next year. Leonard feels, Hamilton and Jim Beheim. He feels good about that. Yeah. If I'm Jim Beheim, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, Leonard Hamilton. I mean, I don't know everyone loves the guy, but he hasn't done shit compared to me. Yeah. Like, I, this is my league, baby. I let's coach go. Carmelo. Yes. yes. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he's got his three sons with him, as yeah. we've said. Buddy and Jimmy are playing with him. Jerry McNamara's on staff. <laughs> um, so he's got that going this season. Buddy, by the way, all American candidate? Yeah. Legitimate All American candidate, or do you yeah. think he's just a meme? No, I think he's a legit ACC Player of the Year candidate. Okay, legit. I'm not legit, gonna, legit, 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 or, legit. Like okay. I, I think he actually is. And you know how the PR is going to work with this. I mean, if Buddy has a 23 point game, it, it'll true. be it'll be plastered on ESPN. We're we're talking about Buddy puts up 23 points against Louisville. <laughs> it's this whole coverage and and well to that point, yeah. Um, Syracuse, about. Syracuse went to the Sweet 16 last year, yeah. which means going into this season, all the Syracuse media people. Love all, it. That graduated from Syracuse. They're back in on Syracuse basketball. Yeah, Mike Tirico was talking yes. about Syracuse basketball. They're pumping the tires mm-hmm. going into mm-hmm. the season. And no matter what Syracuse did, does, as you said, Buddy Beheim scores 28 in a game. Yeah. That's that's leading Sports Center. Absolutely. That's leading Sports Center. Mm-hmm. And we're doing SVP is talking to Jim Beheim. 
and Buddy and Jimmy. I see Van Pelt now, <laughs> Bud, not Buddy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. throwing it to the highlight. Yes. It's yes. <laughs> just Buddy Bayheim hitting like stoic threes. There's yeah. also this. Uh, the the ACC in general is down-ish compared to what we know and love of the AC from the ACC. Yeah, no, I mean, it's no there one, for the taking. Syracuse could win the ACC this year. Any you could argue with me. Any top seven team in the ACC has a chance or has a path to winning the ACC. Yep. You know what I mean? If you came to me and said, "Hey, I really believe Virginia's going to win it this year just because of Tony Bennett," I'm like, "Okay, I, I can listen Tech. to the argument." Yeah, I'd Virginia, listen to Virginia Tech. Tech. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can listen to it. I'd listen to it. I wouldn't agree, but <laughs> I, I'd listen to. It. I'll, no, listen. I, I, I'll listen. I'll listen. I would listen to Syracuse. You know, if you were going to argue that Buddy Bayham's going to be the ACC Player of the Year and that Gerard's going to take this next step, I'm yeah. like, okay, I can yep. hear it now. Uh, there's that. There's also, let's not forget, Bayheim's Army won TBT this summer, which <laughs> just adds impacts. to it. Yes. yes. The yes. momentum is rolling. <laughs> the rollover. The, the, the momentum is rolling. Um, also, I, I put this on the list. Washington, Mike Hopkins, uh, yeah. f- the coach and, former coach in waiting at Syracuse, um, a man who many had circled as the guy who's going to take Jim Pine. That's, I guess that's what coach and waiting means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Washington sucked last year. Yeah. Five and 21. They're going to suck again this year. I think this is a huge win for Beheim that his the guy who is going to replace him. So, so people aren't clamoring yes. for him to come back yes. and take it. Mike job. Hopkins yeah. was killing it at Washington. Syracuse fans would be like, "What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Why we why, need Mike? Yes, why is Mike mm-hmm. not here? He's not killing it at Washington. Uh, meanwhile, Georgetown's going to suck this year. Mm. Um, I, I I assume I don't know. We thought they were going to suck last year, and then they won the Big East, and everyone tried to convince us that Georgetown was actually awesome last year. <laughs> they won the Big East tournament. Um. So Jim Beheim's in a good position right now. If you're Jim Beheim, you're loving life, you're feeling good. The year of Beheim might be here. My and, only uh, question to you is, what is the gift that Jim Beheim gives Coach K? <laughs> that is the big. When he it comes to the him, Carrier Dome, no, he beats him in Cameron Indoor and slaps him on the ass in the handshake line. That that's would what, that's the gift. That's the Mark Gottfried, and <laughs> that's that's what we hope. I mean, he's gonna do something. Like they're gonna play this whole montage of like USA. It'll be all USA basketball highlights. It'll be like LeBron and D Wade dunking, <laughs> yeah. but like that's somehow the package for like Jim Beheim and Coach K's relationship. Um, I can't wait. They like they they're the perfect sort. Like they love each other, but you know that they resent each other. They you know do, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. deep down, yes. Like you said, Jim Beheim wants to in Coach K. He wants to win yes. more games than him and be number one. They, so. they love each other, but like K also wants to keep Beheim under yeah. his thumb. And like, yeah. also, no, yeah. it's literally yeah. if you've ever seen Austin Powers, it's Doctor Evil and number two. <laughs> like Jim Beheim is number two. Number two. <laughs> that's that's Jim Beheim. Uh, moving on. Number thirty-five. Number, we just brought his name up. I can't yeah, believe. Go this. ahead. Yeah, Mark Gottfried still has an asterisk <laughs> on his official CSUN bio page. Uh, for people at home, Mark Gottfried is still the head coach. He is. He is. North he is. What he is on paid administrative leave right now. <laughs> and this cracks me up that if you go to, I, I encourage everyone to go right now. If you go to his oh. Cal State Northridge official bio. It has his big fat name at the top, Mark Godfrey, next to his picture. And then there's an asterisk <laughs> next to his name. <laughs> and the reason why is because when the season starts oh and gosh. maybe when the season finishes, Mark Godfrey will not be on the bench. Trent Johnson, a name mm. that some folks might remember if you've been following college basketball. Yeah. I used to coach Nevada and Stanford yeah, and LSU yeah. and TCU. Um, he will be the interim coach of Cal State Northridge. Not a bad. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good fit. Uh, Mark Godfrey is not. I, this is like Mark Godfrey. <laughs> this this is not the year Jim Beheim. This is the year Mark Godfrey. He's getting yeah. paid to not coach. And meanwhile, the reason he's not getting he's the reason he's on administrative leave is that Cal State Northridge is doing an internal investigation into whether Mark Godfrey. <laughs> 
<laughs> is dropping bags. Was yeah. dropping bags. The NCAA is so sure that he obviously is that they won't even investigate. They're like, you guys just do it yourself. You guys handle that. Just tell us what you but find. But Godfrey, all, like, I mean, it's also like. The last time I saw a picture of him, he was in a pool. Yes. He had like a, 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 a cabana sun hat. Yeah, sun hat on. He had sunglasses on and he had two Coronas in his hand and he was shirtless. Well, That's the last we man, saw him. This Godfrey. man knows that the internal investigation is going to ultimately turn up nothing. Yeah. Or even if it does, he's going to, they're going to knock on his door and be like, Mark, mm-hmm. we found a lot of shit. And then he's going to be like, Let's get rid of it. I think that Mark Godfrey <laughs> lives by one code, which is no loose ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like no matter what they find, no matter if they're like, you were giving money in McDonald's bet, you know, he didn't touch those McDonald's bets. Yeah. Trent Johnson. Deflect, deflect. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to, he's just going to go. Jim Herrick is the one who gave out the McDonald's bags. So it was not me. That guy, how many fall guys does that guy have on retainer? So many fall so guys. So many fall guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go go check out Mark Gottfried's bio mm. page because it cracks me up that they like went through the trouble of putting an asterisk. All they like they could have just I, I don't know what I want them to do. Like, it's like I don't know if they who's going to jail. Like is Scott Wood going to jail? You know what I mean? Like somehow Scott <laughs> Wood is like paying out people. <laughs> Scott Wood just trying to live his life. Yeah, he's, he's like I don't know how I got caught up in this. <laughs> it's tough for Gottfried. Uh. Up next on the list, number 34, mm. uh, there are a handful of rule changes that are coming to college basketball this season, and it is our job, our duty, our responsibility to tell the people what those rule changes are. The most notable one, Tate, mm. traveling is allowed. Yeah, which basically. is shocking. Like, you're allowed to travel in college basketball yes. now. And this this disgusts me. I uh, As my, long as it's fluid. That that really is what is written. It's like, as long as it's, if it's a smooth motion, yeah. you're allowed to do a 360 without dribbling the ball. That's literally written in the rules. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a 360 the, without without putting the ball in the ground. Curtis Shaw. If it's smooth. Curtis Shaw, who was the Big 12 head of officials, uh, said publicly, he publicly said this, that Euro steps are technically illegal the way the rules are written, mm-hmm. but they will be allowed because they're cool as shit, I guess. Because <laughs> like, they're kind of tight, is what he said. Um, so good luck trying to enforce that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... it's w- it's it's not allowed, but it is allowed. We're yeah, gonna allow. Curtis Shaw followed T Jazz, and immediately yeah. it was like, "This is sick. This is sick. How do we how do we get this into the game?" But you know, because it used to be like AAU, you would see a kid like a Seventh Woods, for example. I watched Seventh play AAU basketball. Yeah, and you watch him play, and you're like, "This guy's unstoppable." Yeah. in the break. You know what I mean? He's like <laughs> dancing balls. In the, you know what I mean? You're just like, "How do you stop this guy?" Then he goes to college, and you're like, "He can't even dribble and get in the lane." You know what I mean? So it will be shocking to see how much they they allow to happen, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I don't think Jalen Green, for example, Jalen Green who went number two in the draft and is you know playing so well with the Rockets right now. I don't think he could have played college basketball no, no. without a lot of questionable calls yeah. being Jaylen made. Jalen Green would have been like the uh, Team USA going to play in the Olympics. Exactly. They get called for travels. Yeah, and they're like, every, and they're, what the hell? Did yeah. they, Jason Tatum yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. so shocked. Because <laughs> Jalen Green literally, like, he takes a step back and then, he's, then he hops over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he takes a step back. You think he's stepped, but then he's like, no, nah, this is a gather. Yeah. Jumps. Then he jumps over. And we're going to get a lot of that in college the basketball. Bad, yeah, the bad guys are winning the basketball culture wars, is well, what we're saying. Because TV Teddy's the, calling the, a travel. In, TV you know Teddy's I mean? still calling the yeah. travel, but the NBA trickle-down is happening. It, it is disgusting. Uh, my father, who... What a, what a horrible time for us to talk about this, by the way. My dad is probably not... Like, he listens to a lot of our shows. He might yeah. not be listening anymore because he's had a rough yeah. stretch. You know, he's busy with, with, with some stuff. Um my dad's going to call me like a month into the season and be like, what the hell is Mark, this? Mark, is what, are what are they doing? What are they doing? Mark, <laughs> I just like, watched Trace Jackson Davis you know. take 15 steps <laughs> and nobody said anything. 
<laughs> my dad is a man of integrity, by the way. That if if uh, if if Trace Jackson Davis was traveling, he would call the he travel. Would call the travel. Yeah, same. He would get upset. He'd be same. like, "I don't want this. I would rather yeah. protect the sanctity of the game than yeah. see the Hoosiers win." Same, same. I agree <laughs> but, with that. Uh, that that is something to keep an eye on. The traveling rules are going to be a mess because it really is going to be like how cool it looks. Who if does it looks it, cool? The rest will allow. Is it. there a player in your mind that this helps the most? You know what I mean in college basketball. Because that, that is, to me... Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey is... Jaden Ivey. That's a good one. Comes See, to mind, because Jaden Ivey is going to be cool. Jaden Ivey is going to be smooth as shit. And I think, like, I think if you do Euro steps and step backs and all that, and it's, it's smooth... Yeah, like Jalen It's going to look great, yeah. yeah. And they're going to allow it to happen. I think if you're, like, an Austin Reeves type at Oklahoma mm. last year, and who, who was an ISO guy, he would, he would, he would yeah, ISO dudes no, up. And, as you um, see. But he was more of, like, a brute force dude, though. Mm-hmm. Like, just dribble a lot and then put his shoulder down and go, like... I, if I see if, if he's trying Euro steps and shit, like he's he's getting whistled for. It, I think for they sure. made Brad this, Davison is getting whistled. Like, oh, yeah. Brad Davison's getting whistled. Bas- I think <laughs> basically the white dudes are screwed. Yeah, <laughs> I think this rule is for Amani Bates. Ooh, that's what I think. Ooh, I like because I, I I've seen the highlights of this kid. That's the only thing he can do to get separation. He, he like jumps five feet enough. over here. You know what I mean? So uh, I guess it works for him. Uh, another rule that that has been put in place is you can now assess technical fouls for flopping. I love that. So that's why coach. A lot of people have asked me why is Coach K retiring. That's why that's he's retiring. Why, yeah. yeah, they finally got him. If you if you, they finally got him. If you flop, you can get a T. But now that I'm thinking about it, they're not going to call this. They're, they're going to call it. They're going to call it on Carolina no. probably <laughs> against Duke. They're not going to call it. They, they they might start out the season calling it, but by the time Commerce play starts. This is out the window. They're not going to call Tex on Duke because like people are going to who flops it. the most as a program now. Obviously, Duke plays I mean, different as than long they used as Brad to. is there. I was going to say Wisconsin's Wisconsin. up yeah. there. I think Gonzaga's up there. Um, uh, there there's sh- it's hard to really pinpoint a team. I, I would assume Northwestern just because of their coach. I'm going to throw them in there. I don't watch them play basketball, but let's throw Northwestern in there. Um, it's 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 Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. It's, Brad, it's Brad. Brad's there, yeah. As long as Brad's there, it's, it's when Brad gets a technical for flopping. I think but we have to do a special show. What's going to happen, though, is this is going to be like the targeting call in football where everyone, when it's put in place, you're like, yeah, it's a pretty good rule. Like, but when it happens, gotta, you're like, this is wrong. But then a star yeah. player flops, mm-hmm. it's called for a tech, and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, this is, ex-, and he's, he got a tech in the first half for hanging on the rim after a dunk. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Zaire Williams at yeah. Maui last year. He hangs on the rim for a dunk, gets teed up, and then in the second half, he doesn't really flop. He just kind of. Like a guy mm. swings his elbows through and he jumps out of the way, but in jumping out of the way, he adds a little extra to it and yeah. flops. They review it. Second tee. People go nuts. Yeah. They're like, this rule, get this rule out of the game. In my head right now, we're at Rupp Arena and this is Ty Ty Washington. Yeah. Ty Ty yes. Washington has done all this and yes. now he just got tossed from the game. Yes. He's looking at the crowd. Cal, Cal's hair that's like perfectly gelled yeah. back. He's getting a little he's, ungelled. He's, he's, it's ungelled. It. <laughs> he's got He's got hair <laughs> popping every which way because he's just losing his mind, yelling at the ref. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that sounds uh, good. The, the last rule change I want to bring up uh, in the NIT this year, they're doing experimental uh, six fouls. So keep an eye on that. All of you who watch the NIT, six fouls, not five. Those are allowed. So um, moving on, number 33. I can't even acknowledge that. Six fouls is ridiculous. I, I mean, it makes sense in a 48 minute game, right? With eight yeah. extra minutes, you eight. add one foul, yeah. right? Yeah. 48 to 40, that makes sense. But you don't need six fouls. I think the rule is like you get, f- if you have four and a half, you're out too. So you get three. You can only get three. So if like in the first half you yeah. had four fouls, you also have fouled out, which is a little too kind of it's it's confusing. In, in the uh, in the six foul rule, yes. If you get four and one half, you're out. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, just it's stupid. The 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 rule should be five, but if it goes to overtime, you Additional get a, you, foul. you add a foul. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I think if you fouled out already, you're out. Yeah, 
I don't think if you if you had five and then you you know and then it goes to overtime, you get to come back in. I just don't like sweeping uh, changes like that. Yeah, it affects the, like the conversation. <laughs> get rid of the three point line. Yeah, get rid yeah, of the shot clock. Yeah, yeah, stop advancing the game. Stop advancing the game. <laughs> uh, number thirty three on our list. Hot or not? Yes. Hot seat. Good report. game. Hot seat status. We are. We are. This is like Siskel and Ebert. Thumbs up and down. Yeah. We're going to just. Do you want to? I'll say the name. You give the answer. You say the name. I give the answer. Kind no, I was of saying thing. we got to give two. Th- oh, like so. Okay. The, the guys that get two hots. Yeah. Are very much on the hot seat. Yes. The, the guys that get two knots are probably sick. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Yeah. Let's like, do it. We're, we're, I'm we're ready. Siskel and Ebert over here. <laughs> All right. So we start uh, with a guy who way too much chatter last year about yes. whether he's on the hot seat. Well, the, it was the students. It was the students. His own students. We're booing him. Losers. Yep. Got he he's a Coach K disciple, so maybe yeah. that's where he got the uh, the the fight with the students. <laughs> Shut <So>. up! <laughs> uh, his name is Mike Bray. He's the head coach of Notre Dame, and some out there are saying that this man belongs on the hot seat going into the 2021 oh, season. Screw those hot people. or not? Not very much. Not not never at not never. <laughs> yeah, like literally not. Yeah, thumbs down. And if you want him to leave, you don't deserve him. Notre Dame, mm-hmm. so not two knots. Next name we have on the list: Chris Mack. Chris Mack, I'm saying hot, hot. I'm two saying Chris hots. Mack is hot uh, because we I mean, we talked off season. All we, we talked about Chris Mack a mm. ton, obviously. Um, it's not because of his performance as a coach, no. per se. It, it's, it's about it's his a, leadership. It's, a combination. <laughs> it's, about, it's about his leadership. It's about integrity. Yeah, it's about that is a hundred percent what it's about. It's about integrity, <laughs> and my that? man has zero integrity. He went there thinking he was going to be some hot shot, and he has no integrity. He doesn't even love his own university, his alma mater. I mean, <laughs> it, get him out of here! Like if I'm Louisville, <laughs> I fire him tonight. <laughs> it's about integrity. <laughs> yeah, zero. Uh, what I was going to say is that I don't think Louisville's. I don't think Louisville wants to fire the guy. Um, no. I, don't, I don't think he's uh, he, he if it, it's a combination of both. It's a combination of the off court. It's mm. a, he's a distraction. He's he's bringing bad PR to the program. Yeah. And also, like if, if Chris Mack was going to Final Fours and what mm. happened this offseason happened, nobody cares. Exactly. If Chris Mack was a a perfect human being and and was a Tony Bennett type, like in terms mm-hmm. of like how it, the the brand he's putting forth into the world and. Uh, uh, Louisville was was not that great of a program. Like they 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 kind of what they are now, where they're yeah. they're not. They missed the tournament last year. Um, I don't think Louisville fans are panicking yet. But when you add the combination of missing the tournament and the and recording your assistant coaches yes. and framing them, yes, I think I think Chris Mack has to make the NCAA tournament this year, or I would not be surprised if if action is taken. When Coach K read that story, he said, "What a rat." You know what I mean? So like that that's how ridiculous it is that he did that. And for that favorite, you have to be on the hot seat. One of my favorite things is how much you hate Chris Mack. I don't know why. It's no, so I used to love Chris Mack. You have to you have to you have to tell the whole story. I used to love Chris Mack. I used to love her. You know what I mean? Like play the common song. I, I used to believe in Chris Mack. I thought he was a skip prosser disciple. He's thrown it all away. And not only that, he he disrespected the guy who was the ultimate script prosser disciple and the man that helped put him in the game in Dino Gaudio. This he is, recorded the man the, and then tried to get him <laughs> taken down by the FBI. Who does that? I mean, that? Dino is no saint, but... You don't do that. No matter who it is, you don't do that. I, I think that's what made that story that's a so, code. What made that story so funny was that they were both idiots, but Chris yeah. Mack is the head coach and Dino Gaudio is not. And mm. that's ultimately why we... I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think Chris Mack is... Uh, Slightly hot, at least you you think it's yeah. you think it's on fire. But I think he's on fire. Yeah, I think they they struggle to start the year. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Two thumbs up. On fire. Literally, this is fine. The meme is Chris. Chris Mack right now is in Louisville sitting I, I in an wait. office on fire. I cannot wait for Chris Mack. When, whenever his tenure at Louisville ends, mm. uh, you, you have you have attacked him more than any other person in media. <laughs> then he gets his, his his next job is like, I don't know, at Providence or something. Yeah. Like, n- n- no disrespect to Providence. It's a slight step down from Louisville probably. Mm-hmm. But he, he lands on his feet somewhere. A good basketball program. Seton Hall type. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, Seton Hall would be good. You know, like so, somewhere like that where it's like still a good program where he can have DePaul. success. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's not Louisville. And then you come on the show and you start making the case that Chris Mack is like building something. Yeah, he's no, back. I, I like, like Chris Mack. You're leading Mack. the charge of redemption. I like Chris Mack. Just not at Louisville. Not the way he's behaved. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, next up on the list, Tom Crean. Thumbs down. Not. not. I mean, sorry, hot. Sorry. I, I was saying thumbs down, like get him out of here, but uh, like but thumbs, thumbs up, up He's on the yeah. hot seat. Yeah. 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 You're four at Georgia. He is 41 and 49 at Georgia. 41 as, and 49. I was going to say that's better than I thought. All right. I mean, no, not even not not to say like that's uh, the encouraging, but it's better than I thought. What do you get Tom Crean to do to get one transcendent player that you can point to for the next 10 years from your program and say, we got that guy. They already did that. Yeah. They already got Anthony Edwards. They already got the number one pick. Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man's going to be great. We already see that in the league. You're, you're, my time here is done. You yeah. know what I mean? Tom Crean right now is just riding out as long as he can. Before He's got to he get into media, dude. I don't know why yeah. he ever got out of media. Like he, he was good. He was good. He yeah. was great at calling basketball games. He was he was very very good at ESPN. He was it. also good at like doing the crosstalk, like you know, yeah. coming off a college dude, football was, game. He like makes fun of yes. like his brother in laws, yes. you know, the Harbaugh. He was so. the Tony Romo of college basketball. Though. Yes. He'd call out plays before they happen. He'd say, yeah. he was great at it. He, he was, was legitimately great at, great at it. I think if Tom Crean started calling basketball games again, he would be adored. Top three. Probably yeah, and then three to five. And then best all these programs like Louisville it. would be like, we should hire Tom Crean, yeah, because and, he's so great on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's got to he's got to get Georgia because like especially the SEC is on the up and up as we've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SEC is a legitimately good basketball. When Wheeler now. left, you know, Severe Wheeler yeah. goes to Kentucky, it, like that's, in that's, conference. Yeah. I mean, just basically to go play for an upgrade that says it all. Uh, Chris Collins, Northwestern. I mean, he should be on fire, but he did make the NCAA tournament that one time, so I guess he's okay. I'm gonna say not. I'm going to say not to. Yeah. He should I, be. I think Northwest, this is a but problem. But they're content. They're this, happy with it. Yeah, that. this is a problem with Northwestern. They fall in love with their coaches too much. And yeah. Pat Fitzgerald, to be fair, is like probably the best they can do there. So like they should. But like the way people talk, Northwestern people talk about Pat Fitzgerald is like he is. Lou Olson. He's, he's Nick Saban. Yeah. He's exactly. he's like the, the greatest. Yeah, Mike Greenberg talks about him. He's like Bill Belichick. He has a lifetime contract. We will never mm-hmm. get rid of. And, and, I, and I get it. Like he's actually. A, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald <clears throat> is a great coach. Yeah. Um. Chris Collins and that <laughs> agreed, but like Northwestern has been conditioned to get one taste of success. And you're like, this is our guy. We found him uh, since making the NCAA tournament in 2017, four straight losing seasons for Northwestern. They're mm. back to be Northwestern. Mm. And the question is, if you're Northwestern, is that good enough? Are you saying we made the NCAA tournament that one time, which has literally never happened before. So that's all we, that's all we've ever wanted from this guy. Or are you like, what the hell? What was the point of making the NCAA tournament? If we're just going to go right back to the gutter. Mm. I don't know. But I don't think he's on the hot seat. He's not on the hot seat. I don't think he's so. okay. Uh, Tim Jankovic, uh, SMU. Not on the hot seat. Um, I went to Dallas for a wedding this summer. Uh, Sean Stout, you know, yep. t- took my family around yep. the facilities. Tim Jankovic walked in while we were there. Um, oh, so this one's personal. This to you. is personal. So, so this is your and bias. I asked him. I know, no, no, no. I asked him straight to his face. I said, Coach Jankovic, 
how do you feel about the team this year? He said, we're going to be pretty good. Okay. And you know how coaches are. <laughs> like they don't, they don't, they don't necessarily say nice things about their team. Um, Zach Newtall, who and comes the banner, in, we're going to be pretty, we're good. Be pretty good. And then also he got the Johnson and Johnson shot, just like me. So we were talking about how it knocked us out. You know what I mean? So we had a nice little moment. I was like, all right, Tim Jankovic, not this year, not on the hot seat this year. So it's a thumbs down for me. Yeah. I think, uh, I think not only because they're going to be pretty good this year. <laughs> I think not because uh, Kendrick Davis, the the, sh the shuffling that's happening in the American right now. Yeah, I think if you're SMU, you take a wait and see approach. Mm. You keep Jankovic around. You wait till all the chairs on the Titanic, uh, that is the American Athletic Conference, get shuffled around. Then you reassess. Mm -hmm. And if Jan and if SMU is still like, I don't know, they're, they're not a bad program, but you know, like yeah. Larry Brown. But it's also. I think I think you wait also the name image likeness rules. You let those get into effect. You let the new American take shape. Also SMU is a football out, school right yeah. now. I mean they they think they're 8 no in football. But you so. figure out what the American looks like cuz you might we might look up and, and and SMU is running shit in basketball in the American now. Mm. It's like SMU, Memphis and Wichita mm. State. Those are going to be the three that everyone's going to expect to be great. Maybe yeah. they are. Maybe they're they're running shit. So like maybe you don't want to do anything. Uh so I say not. Uh what else we got? Uh I, I put all these guys into one. Brad Brownell, Mark Turge and Bruce Weber and Mike White. And I put Ooh. I put all of them as hot because they're all hot. Yeah, I need all four of these guys to be on the hot seat every single year. This is like <laughs> this is my totem and in I'm yeah. They're, they're kind of like the line. They're like this the is equilibrium how I know, line to see where you are. Yeah, this is how I know I'm not in a dream. It's like if these guys, mm. if we're entering a season with these four guys on various levels of Mike White's getting fired. Seat. I think Mike White's getting fired this year. I think uh, Bruce Weber. Turgeon's not. Turgeon's not Turgeon's getting not. fired. We know Brownell's Brown yeah, not. He's not getting fired. But yeah. I want him on like. And the, those are two for four. I want him on like. I, I don't even need him on the actual hot seat. I need him on the list of like yeah. discussion. Like, yeah. like a, we're at least talking about whether ESPN they should does be on the, the, hot, the yeah. coaches who are on the hot seat. Yes. They're like honorable mentions. Yeah. Yes, honorable mention type. Because that's, that again, is that's how I know I'm not living in a simulation. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that the world makes sense is if these guys are on the hot seat. Who else am I missing? Who else Jim Christian. I think it was another name that we had thrown out there. He got fired, but it doesn't matter. He's still in the hot seat. Somewhere his seat is hot. Somewhere he has seat warmers on. And, Boston, uh, College. Boston College is going to fire Jim Christian again this year. I mean, I'm going to say this. Not that he's on the hot seat, but I just want to say his name. Tim Miles. You know what I mean? Love Coach Miles. Uh, let's just say. Because you're thinking of good guys. I'm just, well, I'm just Jim like, Christian is ultimate. Jim Christian is a good guy. Tim Miles is a good guy. You know what I mean? We should have a we should do a Duffy's one year when we've got like five or ten years of this in our belt, under our belt, where we do the uh, the champions class, Ooh. the champions classic version of the, of the good Duffy's. Guys. Yeah. And we go through like, what was the best of the best? <laughs> and who's the best good guy? College you're basketball? the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Tim Miles or Jim Christian, who's the greatest good guy? Tim Miles is the best. And also, he has gotten that program to believe that they're going to come back. Yeah. I saw this like big story about like how their perennial loser is now. San like, Jose State, Brandon Clark went there yeah. before he transferred to Gonzaga and blew yeah. up. And, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He started yeah. there. Remember the good old days. Uh, number 32 on the list. Speaking of guys on the hot seat, I just want to call this to everyone's attention. Brad Stevens is currently not a basketball coach. Just FYI, just so everyone understands, Brad he's, Stevens is not coaching basketball. He's out there, folks. He's not an he is not an executive either. I, that's uh, for sure. <laughs> I am excited for a season where Brad Stevens' name will be floated by people that aren't me. Mm. I'm excited for as the season progresses, rumors start swirling that Brad Stevens wants to get back into coaching. I am not the person starting these rumors, or am I? I don't know. I'll probably get back into it, won't mm. I? I'll probably see other people doing it. 
And it'll be like seeing your ex with someone new and like, I want to get in on that. And like, I want her back. <laughs> if Brad Stevens goes to Duke in three years. I was just going to ask that. I think that's going to break me because <laughs> I, I literally, I, I think I would hate him as much as, or, or even more than Kay. Do you want, do you want my, Brad? I really, I really do think that. I think it would, I think it would send me. Chris Mack. I like Chris Mack. It would send me over. Like Brad Stevens is already after what he did to Indiana. He's already on like, you know. Yeah. Like I, I'm not sure I like you and what you stand for. You don't have much integrity in my opinion. Integrity. But you go to Duke, you lose all integrity. You got zero integrity. Your integrity. We need integrity meter. Integrity meter. Brad Stevens on zero. Of, we have a bunch of heads of coaches up there <laughs> with integrity. It's a thermometer. Roy Williams at a hundred. It's a great idea for the set actually. Integrity meter. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my Brad Stevens power rankings uh, of uh, so because I'm not gonna talk about it this year. I'm not okay. gonna be the guy floating Brad Stevens rumors this year. I did that last year. I'm out of the game. Uh, now if Brad Stevens went so, back to Butler, his integrity's on 100. Here's here here are my power rankings of Brad Stevens destinations. So I'm gonna throw them out there. Everyone else can take him this season and run with them. I won't. So that way I don't have to talk about it again. Mm. Number five, UMass. Number five on the list is UMass. The man is a mass hole. Yeah. Uh, I think you look at UMass, Matt McCall's been there. Matt McCall's been there for five years, or this will be year five. Uh, he, UMass is, 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 is not work. It's, it's just not happening at UMass. Yeah. They're, they're longing for the days of, of John Calipari and Marcus Camby. I think you got to bring a mass hole in, like Brad Stevens, mm. and, and keep an eye on that. Number four on my list. Pepper I can't believe he called himself a mass hole. Number four on my list, Pepperdine. Uh, sleeping giant, as we know, <laughs> Lorenzo Romar just got smoked by a Point Loma Nazarene University in an exhibition game. Mm. Keep an eye on that one. Brad Stevens, West Coast, sees what Mick Cronin did, and he's thinking to himself, I can do that. I, I need a taste yeah. of that. Sleeping giant, Pepperdine, Brad Stevens, match made in heaven. Mm. Number three, stay with me, Kentucky, paired with a switcheroo, a sign and trade with the Boston Celtics. John Calipari. John to Calipari Celtics. to the like Celtics. That. Brad Stevens. One. I like that one. To Kentucky. Because I like the idea of Brad Stevens trading himself. As yes. The <laughs> yes. It's like writing a paper. Yes. You heard it I here. I approve this trade and now I am. You heard it here Kentucky. first. So I'm putting yes. Kentucky at number three. At number two, the Indiana Hoosiers as an assistant. As an assistant. Brad Stevens to IU as an assistant. He watches Mike. Wood, what happens with Mike Woodson this mm. year. He sees that, that, that Thad Mata is there. Dane Fife is there. He's like, I want in on that. Uh, I'm sorry about last summer. Yeah, I I, I do in fact. Want I want the job. I and want they the were job. Like, you got to be. You got to be a an assistant. assistant. Yeah. And he's like, I'll I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And so Brad Stevens comes back. Works home his way up. That'd be a, that'd be a integrity <laughs> move. That'd be 100 percent integrity for me. Uh, and then number one, as you said, he goes back to Butler. Oh great! I I, Which, thought, you like, said, I thought you were gonna say Duke. If, if you wanna if you wanna like see me work myself into a shoot, you got like this is your job. I'm speaking, uh, maybe the audience doesn't want this, but if you want me to get like worked into a, a lather over uh -huh. Brad Stevens again, mm. just start dropping hints that he might go back to Butler. Cause oh. that, that might do it for me. Yeah. I might, I'm not going to care that much like I did about Indiana, but the idea of Brad Stevens, cause Laval Jordan, let's be honest, this is year five, made one NCAA tournament. They would have made it in 2020, but mm -hmm. it got canceled. So I guess you can give him two, two. NCAA tournaments. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is Butler where they want to be? They, they Butler holds on to guys forever, though. They're not going to. Yeah. Like they believe. still has a long time. I think if Brad Stevens gets to the point where he misses coaching basketball, 
then he has to go to either Team USA, like you talked about, yeah. or he has to go back to college. It's not going back to the NBA. And I've seen a lot of people say, well, Brad Stevens, will he come back to the bench at some point? I don't think he comes back to an NBA bench. I think he's over that. He, mm-hmm. he has seen what that looks like, which is two guys dribbling by themselves, not passing to their teammates, not listening to you, and then another guy yelling at you because they're not listening to you, and Marcus Smart. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I don't want to be a part of <laughs> yeah. this anymore. Yeah. College is more fun. Well, there you go. Uh, Brad Stevens does not have a coaching job, so get ready for <sighs> get ready for the rumor swirling. But but it's not. I'm not going to do it. I'm. I'm uh, I don't do it. It won't be me. Don't I promise do you. I promise. He might get fired by himself. <laughs> where's, yeah. Where's my camera? I'm going to look into the camera. I promise I will not. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even say. What's the guy's name that owns the Celtic? Wick. Wick. Wick might fire him. Wick Grossback. Uh, moving on. Number 31 on our list. Speaking of Brad Stevens, you talked about him going to Duke, which yep. brings us to number 31 on the list. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski's retirement tour. Oh, no. Coach K is hanging him up at the end Shane of the season. Shane Battier, number 31. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All of his favorites. Oh, my God. Coach K, is, uh, is this is his final season in college basketball, and I think we should take some time and uh, talk about it and, and, and uh, you know, just pay our respects to the man because he has – He's done more than just about anybody. Just mm. about. Maybe I would say he's right up there in terms of the greatest coaches we've ever seen in this sport. Um, and it, it, we're, we're certainly going to miss him when he goes. So, Coach K, number thirty. Does JJ Reddick cry uh, when he comes to Cameron Indoor? Did JJ like, Reddick sign with ESPN solely so he could be put on the game yes. for Coach K's finals? One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> Literally one hundred. He didn't even sign a one-year deal. He signed a like four-month deal where. That's his last day on the job. And then he goes back to doing the pod with Tommy. You know what's scary? Like, JJ's impact is wild. Like, I was watching the Hornets play the Warriors last night, and Mason Plumley, he has, like, the half sleeve. Like, you know how JJ used to wear, like, the, the cutoff sleeves, but oh, they were yeah. poking out to the side, you know? Yeah. Mason Plumley's like, bringing that back, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Also, he convinced, JJ. He convinced Joe Harris to get tats on his arms because he... Yeah. He also disrespected an entire generation of basketball players. He said anyone that played in the 50s, 60s, or 70s, basically, he would, he would screw, they, they suck. No, I, I agree with that, actually. I agree with that. Oh, no, my God. You facts. guys are so disrespectful to the Bob game. Cousy. Got, Pistol Pete would literally make JJ Reddick cry. Oh, Pistol Pete's a different story. We're talking, Thank you. I'm Guess talking what like, he played? Guess what he played? The 70s. Thank you. I, 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 thought, we're talking about the I thought we were talking about 50s, 60s, 70s is what JJ Reddick said. Disrespectful. David 70s. Thompson would jump over J.J. Redick and then put his yeah. nuts in his face. 70s is different. 50s, though. 50s, maybe. You can hear me. Yeah, I can do 50s. 50s. I can talk 50s. You know how I, I feel about I can Bob talk Cousy. 40s and 50s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you start getting into Pistol Pete territory. <laughs> oh, shit. Artist Gilmore territory. <laughs> I'm a little those, upset. Uh, sleeveless shirts, though. Iverson. Marcus Camby, Felipe Lopez. No, no, they yeah. all was, wore those. It was JJ yeah. first. I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. It was JJ. Pistol Pete yeah. played in the 80s. This young. This, <laughs> he, he did play in the 80s, actually. Yeah. I know. And he also, Tate doesn't know what he's talking about. Tate doesn't about. know anything. Oh, my God. Tate, Jim, get in Tate's chair. Yeah. Tate, switch. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> my God. But JJ Reddick uh, is the worst. I never talk crap about those sleeves, so. though. The best. <laughs> Speaking of Coach Gay, let's move on uh, mm. to number 30. I'm posing this question to you, Tate. Who will be booed the loudest? Here are your options. Coach K, when he goes to the Dean Dome, February 5th, for the final time in his career. I wish, but no. uh, The entire Purdue team, when they go to Assembly Hall this year, because uh, maybe this one doesn't belong on the list, but I I envision envision Assembly Hall just being absolutely nuts. Uh, You're one of Mike Purdue's number six fans are back. Purdue might be number one even. Who knows Mm -hmm. by that point? Indiana's Um, like number 18. Yes. January 20th, Purdue at IU. Uh, it's it's a shame that Purdue doesn't have an obvious guy to hate yet. Mm. One will emerge. 
But it's it sucks that like is it gonna be Zach Eady? Probably. It might be Zach Eady. Yeah. Uh Chris Mack at Kentucky, December twenty second. Mm. That's one of your choices. Chris Beard at Texas <laughs> Tech on February first. Mm. Or Hunter Dickinson at Illinois on January fourteenth. I think Chris Beard gets the mixed claps and boos. I unfortunately really? think Coach K gets the mixed claps and boos because um, North Carolina classiest program in sports. So we, we like to you know pay homage to success, um, <laughs> unlike St. John's fans over there. Um, the entire Purdue team in Indiana, I don't think that they – I think Indiana is like – Purdue's are still our little brother, so they're not going to give them – Even though they beat us Yeah, no, they're still not going to give them that. I think Hunter Dickinson's the one. Hunter Dickinson. I think Hunter Dickinson is going to get booed. Unlike – like every time he touches the ball, he's going to yeah. get absolutely – ripped by the Illinois. They hate him. But here's the question. What if he feeds off of it? What if he, like, if, if you're an Illinois fan and you boo Hunter Dickinson in the starting lineups, you boo him every time he touches the ball, but then Hunter Dickinson has 12 points uh, in the first eight minutes, and we're at the, the under-12 timeout of the mm. first day. He's got 12 points and six boards already, and Kofi Coburn has two and a half fouls. <laughs> he has three fouls. or You know, Kofi's on the bench for the rest of the first half because he's killing him, um, which probably won't happen. But if it does... As an Illinois fan, are you like, we should probably stop booing because we're, yeah. we're feeding this guy? I remember Maryland played at North Carolina. At, uh, this is like 2008, 2009, and Grievous Vasquez was playing. And I swear to God, the more that you booed the man, the better he got. Mm-hmm. And there's certain mm-hmm. players. JJ, you know, as much JJ as I was talking shit way. about JJ, JJ, yeah. he fed off. Mike Dunleavy yep. fed off the booze. Yep. So they, they, like, gave them another juice. Hunter Dickinson has a little bit of that DNA. Marshall so I think Henderson, he might be right. love it. <laughs> Marshall Henderson, <laughs> Joe Kim Noah loves yeah, it. Yeah, Joe Kim Noah loves it. Loves, loves it. it. Hunter Dickinson has like a Noah, you know, like he has no threat from shooting to shoot Marcus the ball Smart anywhere. Loved it? He loved it until he hated yeah, it. Until, yeah, until <laughs> loved it a little too much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh but I think Hunter Dickinson's the right answer. That's I really answer. do. I, yeah. I I hope the answer is Chris Beard at Texas Tech. That's my hope. I, I think they're I gonna cheer. They, they're gonna cheer. I don't know how you can if you're if you're if you're a self-respecting Texas Tech fan. I don't know how you can cheer for that. I I, I would still be hurt that he left. Yeah, I would I really, hurt, dude. I would be like yeah. beyond hurt. I would I would like be. But again, integrity. He went to his alma mater, so you can't get mad. No, it, dude, can't get upset. That's not his alma mater. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't go there, but then he, he, he loved him, right? He, he loved him, right? He grew up a fan. It was like, of did him. he go to like a satellite yeah, deal? But, did but, he go to like Texas? Like he like grew up a Texas fan. You know what I mean? You kind of just it went like, to like UT Blue Water yeah. and like tiny ass, <laughs> some tiny. Where did he go for real? We gotta look that up. If we're gonna be, if I'm gonna be spouting off. Like, I, he loves Texas. That was the hometown team. That's all that matters. He went to. Oh, he did go to Texas. He did go to Texas. Wait. Alma mater, Texas, Abilene. I thought he went to like a. He went to second. Texas. Wait a second. He, it, where's the integrity meter? Shoot him up to ninety. He was a student Shoot assistant at Texas for Tom Penders and a graduate assistant at Incarnate Word oh. Abilene Christian. Ooh. Like, Move him up the integrity meter. Right. You can't boo the man. You cannot right. boo that man. All Chris right. Mack, if Kentucky cared enough, they would boo Chris Mack, but I think Kentucky fans are like, we don't even know who Chris Mack is. Dude, one game winning streak for Louisville over Kentucky. They, they what don't, do you mean they don't know? They don't know. Last year was a blip. Do you remember that? It doesn't <laughs> okay. count. They don't remember. Uh, Excuse me. We, what do we got here? Five more? Four yeah, more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. This the, the, the Number 29, we have to do the basketball or football. Oh, I like this. Here. Yeah, yeah. We can rip through these quickly, too. Cool. Uh, we start with a school that has a podcast about it called Football School. Nice. North uh, Carolina. the North Carolina Tar Heels. Are, hey, the, are the Tar Heels a basketball or football school? Do you like the forward pass? Because <laughs> we invented it. You're welcome. Do you like sacks? 
We invented it. You're welcome. Um, what else what? do you like in football? <laughs> you invented what? Lawrence Taylor. Uh, the Ford Pass was us, 1910. It was a fake pump, but it was a Ford was Pass. New Rockney at Notre Dame. No, it was us. Look, <laughs> yes, it do was. your research. Do no. your research. I Look got, it up. I know it. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. 1910. That was us. Fake punt. Um, North Carolina is a blue blood. So therefore, of course, we are inherently a basketball school, but we're also a football school. So we're both. <laughs> we're both. Yeah, I mean, you love to see it. Some people hate to see team? it. Oh my God, Julius right. Peppers. You ever heard of him? Yeah, he's uh, on the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> we had to have him. Uh, Indiana is Indiana's also. Next all Indiana I, I preseason that, number. I think they could be both. They might be true blood. No, they Indiana, might be true Indiana's blood. Basketball school. Indiana's back. Get, nah. burn, burn all the football. Tom Allen. People are turning on Tom Allen. By the I know. Way. I did see this. On him. I my dad called him a cheerleader. That's where uh, that one. People caught. are turning on Mac Brown. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good. My dad said time. it's about time we get a uh, a football coach in there, not a cheerleader. And oh I like, man! Oof. I was like, Dad, didn't you love this guy last year? He's like, We were winning last year. Yeah, <laughs> Carolina's like, get this car salesman out of here. Yeah. Let's get a football coach in there. Uh, next on the list, Cincinnati. That is a really good question. I think that they think they're a football school, but they're a basketball. They're a basketball school. school. Yeah, they're a basketball school. They're, they're going to come back, and they think that being in the Big Twelve is going to make them more of a football school. No. But I'm here to tell you, the, the the college football playoff committee has zero respect for Big Twelve yeah. football. We respect Big Twelve basketball. Mm. Big Twelve is a respected basketball league. They are not a respected football mm. league, even though it is a league full of football programs. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's a league full of football schools. Basketball school, but there it's a basketball conference. Exactly. And you're about to be a basketball conference. Uh, Arkansas. Basketball school. Basketball, definitely. Oregon. Basketball school. Justin Herbert, you know, you can argue, obviously, go to the title game, but they lose to Cam Newton. They've, they've tried to be a football school. The uniforms, obviously, they have the cachet there, but I think they're a basketball school. I say football. Football, definitely. I say football. Right. I'm saying they had it in basketball. Yeah. Final four in 2017. Final four in 2017. They would have lost. that. They would have beat North Carolina. Dude. If, uh, if Carolina right, yeah. didn't cheat on a box if we, out. If we didn't just did beat them. Foul on a <laughs> <laughs> I got Gonzaga fans like coming out. They're like, if this happened. And I was like, if, 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 if. Yeah. Okay. Look at the box score. W. Uh, Tate's not mad, though. I'm just laughing at you, idiots. Uh, Michigan. That's Michigan's a basketball, basketball school. school. Michigan's yeah. a basketball school. You hate school. to see it, but yeah. you love to see it. What about it? Michigan State? Basketball school. Really, yeah. I think I think if uh, they Kenneth, think they're a football, I think school. if Kenneth Walker wins the Heisman, or I reassess. <sighs> I think if he wins the Heisman and Michigan State beats Ohio State and wins the Big Ten and goes to the playoff, I'm reassessing. Okay, I'm reassessing. Mm. I'm not saying that I'm definitely saying football. I'm just saying I'm reassessing. That's all, Tate. I'll reassess. But right now it's basketball. I think it's good news for Michigan basketball that they lost to Michigan State in football. That was like the silver lining of that loss. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. So now you I can now you. all all energy goes to uh, basketball. What about Texas? It's basketball. It's basketball. They're, football they're a football school. Their football they're programs football never. School. They'll never be a basketball never school. Be, they want to be a basketball school. Their football they program will never school. be back. They don't want to be back. Mm. I saw with my own two eyes. Like they don't. They care don't enough. care. Yeah. They don't care enough. They're yeah. fine with where they're they used at. Used to live and die. Yeah. Losses. Yeah. Wins. They don't the care. They don't care anymore. They they're they're cool with it now. I think they want to be a basketball school, but they can't be a basketball school. So I'm just gonna say they're a football. They're school. neither school. Yeah. They're <laughs> neither. Yeah. They're nothing. Kentucky. Full football school. Hundred <laughs> percent football school. Um, they should just get rid of the basketball program at this point. I mean, my goodness, Mark Stoops. Look what that man's done with the program. I'm jealous. Football school. I'm gonna add nothing else. I'm just gonna let you. <laughs> my Kentucky fans go one, crazy. I'm gonna let that one linger in the air. See the Calipari commercial. How many billions of dollars? Three hundred million dollars. 
Uh, Wake Forest. Football school. Football school, for sure. Yeah. They've really top 10, first time in the AP poll. Um, They've made the turn. Forbes disgusted at this one. Forbes isn't there. Forbes is a basketball school. I mean, of course, historically, but not now. Not right now. They made the turn. It's football right now. When you hear Wake Forest, you think football. Football. I think I think I think <laughs> I think idiot. Smash Mouth claw fence. <laughs> Jim's eyeballs have rolled back into his head. He's done like twelve revolutions. Yeah, you gotta eyeballs. keep up. Wake Forest top ten in football. Uh we have a few more. Uh Florida State. Basketball, basketball. school. Basketball. Yeah. 100% percent That that one's actually true, Jim. You can't roll your eyes at that one. He's he's getting upset. That, you think Florida State, you think Florida State football. You do not. No. Someone says you, you want to go to the Florida State game, you would think football. I would hundred percent think basketball. I Florida think State Leonard football Hamilton. is is Awful. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If it's who's the, who's the coach of Florida State? Who, who's the who's the football coach? Exactly. Yeah. What's his name? Bang. James Con. Like yeah. James Con. Yeah. Thanks, man. Got him. Jim's giving a Who's the coach of the basketball team? I don't know that either. Holy crap. Jim, cut your cut your own mic. We're having fun over here. Alabama. Two more. Alabama. This is a great question. You saw them lose. The one game that you saw, they lost. I think it's it's a it's a toss up. It's a toss up. It's a toss up. Jim's Jim's about to throw his computer. He's turning off. I think football. I'll give you football. I think football. And I had one more on the list because news broke this week that Chicago State is looking to add football as soon as the year twenty twenty three. Perfect. So my question is: Is Chicago State? When, when, when I say the words make Chicago State again, are you thinking about the basketball program or the football program, Tate? The non-existent football program, but it's coming. Mm. I, I, I'm a man that believes in potential. I, I've bought into potential multiple times in my life, and I believe in the potential of Chicago State football. <laughs> football school. I think, I, think they're, I think it's a basketball, it's a dormant, ba- it's a sleeping giant basketball yeah. program yeah. for sure. Um, Remember when you drove to Chicago State? It's like It's such a long drive outside of I Chicago. I committed to the bit. It, well, they should they should change the name. It should be the Countryside State or something. Like it isn't in Chicago, but twenty twenty three were there. That was uh that was I I did some reflection that night where I was like, am mm. I too committed to the bit? No, I mean I just remember I you drove. told me you were driving down there, and I was like, I love this, but also I cannot be a part of this. All right, three more to go. Uh, we are we are very close to getting this in under a two hour podcast date, so let's not blow oh. it now. Uh, three more to go. At number twenty eight, we have Bill Self <laughs> versus Re- this one's near and dear to your heart. Yes. Bill Self versus Remy Martin. Explain to the people mm. what's going on here. So if you didn't see, uh, an exhibition was played in Allen Fieldhouse, and a starting five was put out, and the preseason player of the year in the Big Twelve, Remy Martin, was a not a, was not part of the starting five, and a lot of people were pointing, hey, well, obviously Remy must be hurt, Coach Self, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then his response was, uh, Tehan beat him out um, of the job, and uh, you know Brown was better in practice than Remy Martin. Again, the preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year. He puts Remy Martin into the game. He checks in late. Remy Martin scores ten straight points, <laughs> and apparently for the for the people that were there, um, Bill Self was losing his mind at how upset he was while this 10-point spree is happening. Like he was scoring, but he wasn't scoring in the way Bill wanted him to Exactly. He's, he's making, he, he is pissing off Bill Self, even though he is scoring and the crowd is going crazy. There is going to be beef all year because you and I have talked about Remy Martin. He is a great scorer, 
but he doesn't play good basketball. Kind of, you know, like Jason Tatum, you know? He's a great scorer, but does he play good basketball? So the Not question the I have for you, as a guy who was was tooting Kansas's horn... No, I'm a little Lolita, concerned. Are you worried? But I, the, I'm worried, but I'm also... I love that Bill Self is going to coach Remy Martin. I think by March, I feel better about my decision to buy into Kansas than I do right now. Because right now, he's breaking the man. Kansas point guard's a tough position to play. Yeah. It is tough. Bill Self... Uh, yeah, it's like playing it's, Carolina point guard. It's yeah, like, it's like Kansas and Carolina. I guess I don't know. No, the, those those are those like are the there's a lot of responsibilities that are put on you as that player. I think Kentucky wants to be in that group, but yeah, they're, they're kind of they're on not. the fringe. But they're not at that level of uh, no. in terms of like the point guard. The the, the like, last one that went there that I was like, oh wow, this is Tyler Ulis when he yeah. went there. I was like, oh, this guy like took the responsibilities and is running the team. Yeah, but when when you win a national title with Marcus Teague as your point guard. Yeah, you, you you kind of lost me in terms of like mm-hmm. we, that is we necessary. Must, it's, we ne- it's necessary that we yeah. have an awesome guy who's leading us at point guard because yeah. So um, but yeah, this will be interesting. This will certainly be a situation to monitor. This is that, going that to Ruby be Martin is coming off no, the bench. There's a fight. There's a the, fight that's going to happen. There's going to yeah. be a game where it's like Bill Self, kind of like how Demarcus Cousins and Cal Perry, you know, a couple times had like some shouting matches against each other when he pulled him out of the game. It's going to happen. Can I call my two. shot? I yeah. think Bill Self is going to get uh, he, he's going to slip. At, in a post game press conference, when he frustrated with Remy Martin, and attack that, or, or say something along the lines of like Remy Martin being more interested in mm. signing nil deals than playing basketball, wow. and then people are going to kill Bill Self for that because they're going to say like, you know, why can't this kid, yeah, secure his future? And, yeah, and I, I think Bill's going to have a slip up. I think that's going to happen. He's going to get a little heated. He's already be like, I need a point guard who cares more about winning than about cars, than he, free cars. He has already shown his hand, which is basically like, I don't like the way Remy Martin plays basketball. Which is a very early sign, you know what I mean? There's going to be some beef. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried, but it's okay. Uh, two things, two more things to go. Number 27 on our list. The Final Four is in New Orleans this yes. year. I want to call attention to this because uh, as I think back on the last two years, with uh, last season, the entire NCAA tournament happened in Indianapolis. I don't think you could pick a better place for that to have happened uh, if you're going to do it one location. and, mm. and It was perfect. Um, it, it ended up being perfect. Yeah. It was the absolute perfect location. I say that with no sarcasm. It was yeah, perfect. It really it was. was. It was per- for what it was, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, and equally, as we move forward to 2022 NCAA tournament, I cannot think of a better host to host the first Final Four back with full arenas and full people and full vibes and yeah. full uh, everything flowing than uh, Nola uh, than New Orleans. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to call everyone's attention to that, like our, our official welcome back party to the Final Four, because again, again, nothing can go wrong. We're, we're the COVID is not yes. going to have an effect on this season. <laughs> Knocking on wood. <laughs> Uh, doing everything that we can do to be as stitious as possible. Jim's going to quit by the end of the show. <laughs> He's like, shut up. Uh, New Orleans is going to be great. Uh, 1982, North Carolina, New Orleans. 1993, North Carolina, New Orleans. National championship. So yep. I love New Orleans. Great city. You can't remember wait to, both of those? Can't wait to spit in the river. <laughs> you remember? All, all, all 1993, these? I do. I was in the crib and uh, I was yelling, <laughs> uh, technical foul, technical foul. Actually, I was yelling travel before because people you were, forget. You were literally Chris three, Weber traveled. Three weeks old. Yeah, and I was yelling traveling, <laughs> and then I was yelling technical foul, and they're like, "Oh my god, who is this boy genius?" Um, and I saw it from the crib. Donald Williams. Your first words were traveling, traveling, traveling. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What about uh, Madison Square Garden? That'd be better than New Orleans. <laughs> Billy Joel played halftime. <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> Uh, and now Billy Joel with Uptown Girl (laughs) there you go
I bet Coach K loves him. <laughs> oh my god, Coach K snapping his fingers, dancing uptown girl. <laughs> Oh my God! Let's get out of here. We got one more to go. Speaking of Coach oh, yeah. K, Number I want to end. I want to end with this. Number twenty six <laughs> on our list. Uh, Coach K is hanging it up. Wow. At the end of this season, so wow. I want to give a special shout out to Mike Shashevsky of the Duke Blue Devils. He did it. His final season as the head coach of Duke. Uh, we that's just something we're going to monitor, keep an eye on as this retirement tour mm. uh, as, as it as it progresses throughout the season. One other thing I want to keep an eye on, by the way, is uh. How many times John Shire? We need someone to track this. We need to hire an intern at Fox to, mm. to keep an eye on this. I want numbers. Where's Katie when you need her? I know. I want numbers on the amount of times John Shire stands, as Coach K is standing up <laughs> coaching. Yeah. Okay, picture this. John Shire stands up and starts coaching as well. Yes. As calling out plays. Yes. I need I need instances of John Shire standing up and mm -hmm. and calling the shots because I have a feeling as the season progresses, yeah. we're going to see more and more of it. I think uh, as the season starts, <laughs> he's on the bench all the time. And by yeah. the time March rolls around, we're going to have two coaches out there. Have you seen the movie Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell? Yes. You know when Mike yeah. Dicka is coaching? Yes. And then yeah. Will Ferrell ends up copying his exact outfit and then and then doing the exact same things on the sideline. That's what I imagine John Shire doing. He's going to have his hair slicked back. It's now black. We're like, how did his hair get back? He dies in black. black. <laughs> He's like wrinkling his nose up more. He's clapping like Coach K. I I I see it. Coach K, please don't go. That's Jim's last oh, message. Please don't leave us, Coach. Please I honestly leave. I can't imagine a world without Coach K. I really think about it sometimes. That keeps me up at night. How long do you think till UNC offers him a contract? <laughs> <laughs> and how much money would they have to pay Coach K for Coach K to accept uh, to go to that? Dump. Coach K would literally do anything to go to North Carolina. Is there is there a world uh, where Coach K, I kind of you kind of already said it that, that Shire will coach more than uh, one and what did you say one and a half? I think one and a half is the line. Yeah. Is there a world where Duke fires Coach K before the, <laughs> awesome. end of the season? If Coach K, could Coach K get canceled? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. He doesn't even get to go on his own terms. He, he planned this whole farewell tour. <laughs> I want to see who gives him gifts, and I Someone want to see what the gifts tweets. are. What are Coach, is Coach K tweeted? Get, find oh, his. That's why he's never done. Answer. That's why he has his assistants do interview. That's why he has the towels up for the the managers put the towels up to hide the camera so he couldn't Man. be canceled. He's uncancelable. I went to a Coach K Duke practice in 2004, and I've never heard someone say the f word that many times. <laughs> and like different like, different f words. Like I've never heard. I was like I, I was I was like 11 years old. I was tastes, like, oh my god. Tastes like and he, and he was yelling them all at you. <laughs> I was like 11 year old out of Carolina sweatshirt on. Cancel you culture. <laughs> Cancel uh, culture doesn't exist because if it did, Coach K, Coach would, be K done. would be done. Yeah. 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 He would be. All right. That's it. Uh, 50 through 26. Stay tuned. On Tuesday, we're dropping yeah. for, for the big tip off the, the, the Champions Classic. The season mm. starts on Tuesday. We, we haven't have, talked about Baylor. We, we, haven't, we talked haven't talked about, about a lot of things. Memphis. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to get to. There's a lot to get to. to. Yeah. Uh, UCLA. Yeah. Gonzaga. We, oh, man. They'll be, they'll, we have 25 more things to hit mm. that we're going to keep an eye on. But uh, any shout-outs before we go? Honestly, just shout-out to Coach K because <laughs> I, as I sit here, I know we, we're, we're drowning on about it, but I can't believe he's leaving us. Like, I really – it feels like we there actually should be more that's happening for his final – you know what I mean? Like, it, it feels like ESPN should be playing, like, his classic games on yeah, ESPN. Oh, too that's soon, smart. dude. Right? Too, too soon. Do you smart. I would watch that. Too soon, dude. They got, they're getting rid of ESPN Classic. Really? Yeah, that was just announced today that like Disney's wow. cutting ESPN Classic. And well, that was like literally the last thing that I liked. Then. 
Yeah. That was the last thing I liked at ESPN. Because it was called yeah. Classic Sports before that. So before yeah. ESPN got it. That's so true. I feel like, like somebody re- will do it. Yeah. They'll they'll repackage. Uh, but, are you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like the fanfare isn't there for Coach K. I guess that's, that is a good point. We don't need... We don't need ESPN Classic to show old games. Yeah. It's not a... <laughs> we don't need it, but I like it. I like, like everybody, just turning it on. It's like everybody calling sports documentaries 30 for 30. Yeah, like, I know. We don't need every... Also, like, they've done more than 30 at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean? 30,000. Yeah, 30,000. You're right there. You're right there. There should be... We should yeah, there be should be more. A, yeah. Should we do that? Should yeah. We, should we just become a Coach K podcast? I think we don't. We, we don't spend a lot of time talking about it, but I'm willing this year to... I'm, to devote a little I'm down time to find like the moments, the, the 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 moments that you point to, and you say that's Coach K, that's, <laughs> that's who K. he is, that's K, that's K. okay, <laughs> like that's it, that's what I want. I want those moments that's mapped K. out. He's he's had so many over the years, that's so K. many. We need an old official like Carl has to come on too, like tell us some K stories. Yeah, like what did he say to you when this happened? Who who of uh, who's the Rashad McCants of Duke? That, oh, uh, that will Josh that McRoberts. Would, that's probably McRoberts. Yeah, that's who, that's my white well. I want that man on this show. That was his nick- sitting right That was here. his nickname in the NBA, wasn't it? White the white well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Dude, we could get Josh. I, I want Josh. Josh. Josh and I are best friends one day a year. And it's I like want Josh. Golf outing, and we get after it and, and just like hammer beers and like. I would love actually to have Josh and Greg Oden, so he feels like. He feels more comfortable. Yeah, he feels yeah. like he can just like kind of talk shop, yeah. and then Greg's sitting there, and he he thinks Greg's going to chime in and add some more stories, but we know Greg's not going to chime in. I I'm trying to think of when how I would even get a hold of. I don't have Josh's number. I, I swear to God, I see him one day a year. I we become best friends. We look at each other at the end it, of the PSA, night. PSA, Josh McRoberts, we want you on the show. Josh, come on the show. He'd have a bigger podcast than JJ Reddick yeah. if we got him on the show. He absolutely would. Yeah, we hang out. I look at him. I look him in the eye. and I'm like, dude, we should do this more often. He's like, absolutely. Mm. And then we never talk the rest of the year. I want Josh McRoberts. Never speak another word. Please, Josh. Uh, let's get him on the show. Let's talk to Great Charlotte will- Bobcat. He taught LeBron how to play point forward. People forget this. <sighs> we should set this up. We should we should All do right. this for... We should do a He's l- in Carmel, Indiana, right? Yeah, for sure. For All sure. Right. I don't even know that, but I know that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. that confirmed, but I don't need it confirmed. He's okay. in Carmel. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Coach K's final game, his final game at Cameron mm. against Carolina. Mm-hmm. We just have Josh do a live watch party with us where he's just like... Like the, the, every every time they cut to K and like they show a montage or something, he just gives us the commentary, mm. and we give, you know, just live commentary from Josh McRoberts of like this is bullshit. The, no, it's what, the what they're showing here is bullshit. This is not how it went down. This yeah. is, <laughs> especially with JJ. I mean, all he did was set screens for JJ. Yeah, he was the number one recruit in the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he got to set screens. What an honor. All right, that's it. Uh, my one shout out, friends of the program. Uh, thank you to everybody listening. If you're still listening now, if you're if you're someone who's so plugged into college basketball that you'll listen to a two hour podcast <laughs> uh, leading into the season, we love and you. We're gonna do it again on Tuesday leading into to mm. opening tip of the season. We love you. We are back. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Watch all of watch our shows on YouTube. Watch Jim roll his eyes. Um, you can do that on YouTube. <laughs> Jim is so upset. He's. I think we triggered Jim. I got triggered, and then Jim got triggered. That's a good show. <laughs> Jim's disgusting. Let's wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a bar to get to. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you to, to all of you that listen and, and are going to follow along all season. It'll be a fun season. We will see you on Tuesday with the rest of the preview. Bang.
Thanks again to T-Mobile at T-Mobile for Business. Unconventional thinking means they see things differently, so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan, so you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal Awards T-Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. See T-Mobile.com. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards.